morning. Hello. Good morning to you. What's going on? What is going on? I don't know. What's the current <laughs> events for today? We are going to be looking at some comic books. Yeah. And for a change of pace, we'll be looking at some previews. For a change of pace. Look at you. And a special... Wait, i got to close down some applications here. All the porn? For... Yeah. <laughs> Too much streaming of porns. Yeah, close the streaming of porns so we get clear reception. Okay, let me just say goodbye to my followers <laughs> first. All right, guys, that's going to be it for today. <laughs> I'm going to zip up and... Go on I to like, my next show. I, li I like how you said guys, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, was, what was on there? Like Martin and Nick? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just assumed that there aren't a lot of. Or the entire Nerdy Legion was like, wow, he's going to uh, leave. That sucks. Is that how you end every stream? Is like zipping up your pants? I assume, yeah. <laughs> I, I assume the uh, the audience for the uh, porno porn streams are ninety five percent guys. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's my guess. I could be wrong. Ladies, let me know. Ladies, if I'm wrong. <laughs> All our lady listeners. I don't think there are too many of them. I think Monica used to listen. I don't think she does anymore. Um, I think we lost several <laughs> listeners when we crossed the five-hour barrier. <laughs> no, because why, why can't people listen at their own like pace? On their own pace, yeah. Yeah. Because like, uh, if, a, if a podcast goes beyond 45 minutes, I I stop it and then restart it later on. Yeah, I I, listen, I tend to listen like in half hour increments because it's when I'm doing chores or whatever. Yeah, that's what what I listen to stuff is doing chores or walking Harley. Yeah, it used to be thirty minutes, and now our walk is forty five minutes. Oh, We're both so getting can... older and like to smell shit when it you know it drops from from people's butts. We can stop. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah, I know. Colorado's have gone downhill <laughs> last few years. Damn economy. Yeah. I bought a whole long box of I mean a short box of comics. Mostly <laughs> mostly dark horse, oh, like nothing like my heart. <clears throat> extremely One. interesting that, that you you found. Um most of the stuff that I got was a bunch of aliens, predator and terminator. Ooh. Yeah, nice. Because I never bought that stuff. Like, around that time period, if something was licensed, pff, unless it was uh, Star Wars, I wasn't kind of going to get it. You weren't interested in it? No. Nah, yeah, times have changed. Yeah, I picked up some of that. I think I picked it up mostly based on creators. Like, if it was a creator I liked, I would pick it up, but otherwise... Yeah, I picked it up mostly. Most of that stuff. It was a lot. There were 50 cents, so I was like... Oh, I, I, he called me, the guy who owns Comics Cave at the flea market. He knows that I like crap that he yeah, can't. Yeah, he knows what you're. He, he knows that he knows I like crap that he can't sell. Okay. Then other people don't. Most yeah, people don't. Yeah. Well, well, he buys it for 
the wall books. Do you know what I mean? So like he'll buy yeah he'll buy a collection. He'll buy like a collection of two boxes, pull out cherry, cherry 10, 15, cherry pick the good stuff, and then he's like, "Is this DC? Is this Marvel? Oh, it's not." not so i'll call mike <laughs> yeah because otherwise he's gonna lug it around to show after show that was a tough uh he owns a store at uh, the flea market like it's it's an yeah, ongoing you said that it's a permanent place that's yeah, a permanent location with three other guys that i always see shop at ed's like they they like color code their books so they know who who sold okay. what and yeah. it's like three guys that they have like they have a good section of wall books. I, I bought two two wall books. I bought I, I didn't know about this book. I have to Google it on site. Um Wow. Uh Creatures of the Id from Caliber Press. Oh, I don't know this one. This Stumped is the well. this is the first appearance of I think his name is Frank Einstein Madman. Oh Madman, you're sure. Yeah. What's it called? It's, Creatures of the Id? Creatures of the Id. They had that on the wall, and I was like, "What is this?" And I googled it. Why is that it. on the wall? Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "Oh, I I really should get this." Like, you never run across this book. And oh, then man. I pick. I always pick up like any Silver Age books that I can find, and I am trying to complete my X Men and Spider Man. I picked up a X Men number seventy. Okay. So those are the so wall books I got. And then there was there was a comic book. I, the only comic books that were odd is I think there's a book called Mosaic. And yeah, I do have. I think I have. This was Kyle Hotz, and I like him a lot. So I don't I, know if I have that Mosaic. I w- it was from Sirius. Seri- yeah, Sirius. Uh, press, and uh, I got the full run of that. So. I guess I don't know that. And then there was a title Maybe. from Antarctic called Gig- I think it's Gigantor. Maybe. Yeah, Gigantor. But it was. Yeah, I picked up a few issues of Gigantor. This came out around 2000. This is a Ben Dunn thing. You know, I think I do have Mosaic. <laughs> I gotta update my database because I'm looking at the covers and they're very familiar to me. So I, I think I have those ones. So I need to put Mosaic Sirius and Mosaic Marvel as two entries. There should be a DC. There should be Green Lantern Mosaic. That'll be under Green Lantern now. What is the Mosaic Marvel? <laughs> Maybe. Marvel oh, now. Oh, I remember this was an Inhuman one. The Marvel one. Yeah. Yeah. This was the yeah this was the Inu this this is the Inhuman book. I like that. That was good. Twenty sixteen. I forgot about that. This. Yeah, eight issues. Yeah. I don't have all the eight issues. This was when they were trying to uh, push the Inhumans on people and started the TV show. 
Oh yeah, I still haven't yeah. watched that TV show. It's pretty good. I liked it. Around TiVo, I think. It's on. So, it's it's streaming on the Disney Plus. I don't have no Disney Plus. You should. I know I should. I want to get that, and I want to get Hulu. But that's, then I'll have that. That's a tough call. That's a tough call. <laughs> that's a tough call, man. I don't know which one I would go because I like them both. Like, uh, oh, that man, that's tough. Because I'm watching. I'm gonna. Wa- I'm watching She-Hulk, and I just finished Werewolf by Night. And now I'm going to jump on to Andor after She-Hulk, like a, a couple of episodes into She-Hulk. And uh, but but on on the other on the other side, I God, I love that show, um, Reservation Dogs. My God, yeah, I, I really want to see that. I I mean, this is like my Friday Night Lights. Like this is this is like a show I put on a platform. Like I just love all the fucking characters, just like I did Friday Night Lights and Seinfeld and. It's up there, Spartacus. I, I just, God, I love yeah. that show. Wow. Yeah, and I like I like uh, shows about uh, reservations and indigenous, yeah, Native Americans, Native Americans. Yeah, there's that one. What's the one with the girls? I can't remember. Mohawk Girls. I think that's that. That one I haven't seen. This one, but have you ever seen a uh, God? Yeah, but I, I, I'm guessing it's similar in that it's it's kind of just talking about what it's like to be native and being raised on a reservation and then having to deal, integrate with the rest of America and the complexities of that, I guess. If Barb was down here, I'd ask her what that movie is that we love. It's called something smoke, but I I just remember the lines. He'd say, Hey Victor, what about the fry bread? It was it was an awesome movie, Smoke Signals. Oh, oh that Smoke is such signals, a good yeah. movie. Have you seen that? I don't think I have. Oh, you gotta watch that. It's about two guys that kind of leave the reservation just for a short period of time. It's really good. And there's another like supernatural one on. A and E plus called Smoke Dark Sigils something. Smoke is not streaming. Look at that. I'll buy that movie though. I like. I should have that. Me and Barb love it. Hey Victor, what about the fry bread? Was that eighties or nineties? Probably nineties. It's nineties for sure. Yeah. I think we were in Colorado when we saw that. We saw it at the theater actually. Yeah. And then we see it, saw it maybe five or six times on cable. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. And then I picked up a couple of jungle actions just recently. Oh, Prime- the original. Yeah, that it. I own all the Black Panthers, even the first appearance. But for some reason, I don't have all the jungle action. So, I'm I'm trying to at least the Black Panthers. I'm trying to at least get a full run of them. And I got I picked up two more of those, and then I picked up a uh, Fantastic Four 14, Volume One, Oof. and 
I picked up this awesome looking title. It's a religious comic book. Yeah, I saw you post that. Yeah, it's crazy. And then I did some research on it because I was I was looking for the title on the cover, and it was called Chaos, and it has a nurse kind of saying, "Doctor, they stole all the babies from the the ward, maternity ward," and the doctor goes, "What? What is happening?" And then I did some research because I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. I didn't know mm-hmm. what it was. And uh, I looked in the corner because the Indicia thing didn't work in the database. Usually that's like 100% what the database uses. The title? It, it was a comic book called, well, in the comic book, it said star, star, asterisk, asterisk, space, chaos, star, star. And they have like all kinds of weird printings. Like if you get the 39 cent comic, it's the first print. And then it goes to like 49 cents, and that's a second print. And then the, what, the, what year was this? It's uh, by a company called prices. Chick Chick Comics. Oh, they do Chick Chick whatever they're called. Yeah, Chick Publishing, or it was a Jack Jack yeah, T. Jack Chick. Chick. Yeah, that guy can Chick draw tracks. for sure. But all his comic books are religious, and I was gonna say, oh, this could be fascinating because I like to, I like to learn a little bit about. Look behind the uh, curtain. Look behind the curtain, yeah. <laughs> what is it preaching to me? You know what I mean? Yeah. What do they? I, I, I like. What do to, they hate about you? Yeah. What do they hate that I do? <laughs> <laughs> Why do they hate me so? Wow, they really hate me. These people. <laughs> <laughs> they have so much hate, and yet they're. They're for God. <laughs> I just don't get it. <laughs> but yeah, that's why I, I liked. So I, I might pick up some more of these. I I saw that my comic shop had the majority of them there. Okay. Yeah, I've, I don't think I've seen those in the wild. But I would definitely be tempted to get one. Picked up an issue of Doomsday Plus One. I always pick those up if I find it. Yeah, me too. That was a Charlton. I own the first one. That's John Byrne, but I don't own a lot of the others. Yeah, I don't think I I know I own at least one, but not many. Well, this is the wrong database I'm looking at. There are 12 issues of that, so I I don't have much. I didn't know there was that many. And then there was a the thing I I think this is based on a show but it looked I I thumbed through it it looked cool it's called Primus It's a Charlton book I don't think I know that one Based on a popular television show starring Robert Brown as Carter Primus It has it, writer was Joe Gill and Joe Staten but I knew it was some kind of TV show because a lot of the covers have uh, images oh, of the photos. actor. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like he's some kind of like underwater adventure of some sort. <clears throat> and it's interesting because if you look at cover six. I wonder if it crosses over with other stuff because it says trapped by a man called Yang. Well, they had a they had a book called Yang. 
so I don't know. Yeah, I know. I've seen that one before. Oh, and Hogan's Heroes number one. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Really nice copy of that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I have an affinity. But you, for you, you would have loved TV it though, because he had a bunch of uh, funny books, like Ooh. old stuff, like Baby Yui and uh, Heckle and Jekyll and Beetle Bailey and all kinds of stuff. I would have liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I wish there were, I wish there was some kind of transporters because then I could have called you up and said, "Hey, Mike, I'm at this, I'm at the show. They have great comics, and you could have just transported it in." Yeah, if I could transport. I found this great box of humor <laughs> comics, and I could uh, transport. Sorry, it Barb, but uh, we're gonna need another storage unit. That's what I was. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, "You son of a bitch." <laughs> <laughs> We she's right. A, she's right. We're gonna though. need like, a bigger unit. I really should. I could start, stop, and read until the day I die. Oh yeah. And yeah. and still have books left over. That's how much I have. I could even give all my comics away. And just reading the trades and collected editions have. I mean, when you <laughs> you have a full. Let, let, let's talk about this. If you have a full set of epic collections. <laughs> that are already approaching the 500. Each one of those is like four, 300 pages long. Yes. I, it would take me a long fucking time to read all that. Yes. It, it's crazy. Yeah, I, 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 I don't approve of this sober, sober talk on Geek Brunch. On Geek Brunch, yeah, it's more like, let's find some shit. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're just saying things that I already know. I completely understand. I know we're getting old. Yeah. And our time is finite. <laughs> but we don't care. And our eyesight is weakening. <laughs> and we and our comics are increasing. Yeah, it's getting tough Exponentially. because <laughs> <laughs> we get older. At some point. Well, prices are coming down too. Like we're, we that high that we hit during COVID, mm-hmm. it's coming down. Yeah, I knew it was, would have to. And I think one year from now, I'll be able to get some of the books that that have gotten out of reach. Yeah, I could see that at least in a couple of years that they'll come back down to about where they should be. But like I was like looking at all the characters that were in Werewolf by Night, and I was like, oh man, man thing. I have his first appearance. And I have... I have Werewolf by Night, you know, Jack Russell's first appearance. Mm-hmm. Alyssa Bloodstone, I have her first, first appearance. Ulysses Bloodstone, I have his first appearance. So it's like, I have, like, all these, like, first appearances of many characters. Did you see Gail Simone's post about Alyssa Bloodstone? Uh, no. <laughs> she actually ghost wrote that number, the first issue. Of Alyssa Bloodstone? Yeah. Blood, called Bloodstone? <laughs> yeah. Who Whose name got on there then? The original. There's like two writers and they're like well-known guys. And she was like new to the industry. 
Yeah. So they hired her to come in and like rewrite the script and punch it up. It was already done. Like the script. Oh, but she had art. to put the words to the script. Well, they already had words. They just brought her in to make it better. Like to punch it up, and uh, make it make it better. But she's uncredited. Michael Lopez is the artist, and Dan Abnett, Andy Lanning. Wow. I don't know if it was it. Maybe it wasn't that one. It was one of them. I thought it was the first appearance. No, because their first appearance is uh, Alyssa Bloodstone is is the daughter of Ulysses. Mm. Well, maybe maybe it was a different book. I don't know. I have to look it up again. I I think that I thought this was her first appearance. This book's expensive. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember. I mean, you could find her her tweet. It was re- it was recent. So uh, I thought that was pretty interesting, though. But that's how she got her start. Yeah, she's not writing as much anymore, unfortunately. If I, if I would, yeah, I haven't seen her name. I would love to see another Secret Six comic book come out by her. That would be yeah, my favorite good. choice. I'd love that book. But yeah, there were some good pickups. I still haven't entered in all the comic books into the database that all the expensive ones I did, but all the dark horse stuff, I still need to, uh, yeah, need to enter, those. enter in. There's over 200 of them. So Oof. that'll take me a while. So are there any other dark horse titles that you haven't mentioned that are noteworthy? There, there was, there was one that, I never heard of before called Creatures of Something or Another. Hmm. But I have to go to this box and. Oh, they had a bunch of salmon twitch, and I didn't know which ones I was missing, and I just grabbed them. Yeah. The the other thing is, uh, they had a bunch of wildcats I know I didn't have. They had a Witchblade Tomb Raider. I bought almost the full run of. X-Files tops because I wanted to complete my tops collection. Okay. I remember at one point those were worth some money. Yeah. Probably not anymore, but... Oh, Hellblazer. I bought a bunch of Hellblazers that I didn't have in the 100s. Oh, 50 cents? Oh, yeah, 50 cents. Nice. And a bunch of... uh, Slowly working on Hellblazer. A bunch of Blade the Immortals... From Dark Horse. Uh, yeah, I never got into that series. I found Transformers Armada number one and two from DW. Um, the, what are they called? The Tim Seeley. Dreamwave. No, these were Dreamwave. Oh, yeah, Dreamwave. Uh, a couple of Simpsons comics. Oh, the other one was Thing from the uh, Another World. They have a bunch okay. of miniseries from that. Yeah, I think I have some of those. And then the rest were Predator, Aliens. Yeah. I had a full run of Gen 13, but I didn't have this one shot called Gen 13, London, New York, Hell. It was a Warren Ellis and Steve Dillon, like, square bound. 
But... What is it called? Let me look. Gen 13. Let me scroll to my Gen 13s. What'd you say it was called? Gen 13, London, New York, Hell. I don't have that either. But this had a cover price of seven bucks and uh, got it for 50 cents. Score. Yeah. London, New York, Hell. You can't go wrong for 50 cents. Shit, I could probably read that short box of comics and it'll take me six months. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But part of the fun of getting these books isn't just in the reading of them. It's in the purchasing and the owning of them yeah because they're not just something to read they're also a collectible item to us <laughs> and, and looking at them flipping through these books in your collection will bring a smile to your face yeah even when you can't remember your wife's name <laughs> <laughs> you'll still look through a comic box and You'll remember Ulysses Bloodstone. Remember when you <laughs> got the book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny what you remember and what you don't remember. I was talking to my mom the other morning. And my dad, like, she called and says, you know, I, dad has either plantar fasciitis or a hill spur. How do you tell the difference? And I said, I don't know. I haven't had a hill spur, but I've had plantar fasciitis. They might even be the same thing. But <laughs> I, I, uh, the last time I, I had it flared up was when I went to C2E2 and did all that walking. And I, I made the big mistake of taking out my inserts and uh, had to get shots in the foot to calm it down and then use my inserts again. But mm -hmm. she she asked and I said, why don't you take her to Dr. Vados and where this doctor came from? <laughs> and I remember his name distinctively. Is this guy... Uh, when I was in high school, I got planner's warts, mm -hmm. and uh, those hurt like a bitch. I don't know what, what if you've ever had one, but yeah, uh, those are the ones you get from showering. Showers, and, yeah. yeah, well, well, back in the day after basketball practice, you take a shower, and yeah, I didn't always sure. have flip flops, so I got yeah. planner's warts. And this one looked like it was growing like a root, like it was big when they took it out of my foot. Like, uh, and I could barely, I could barely walk, walk. Yeah. And I had to have most of the time. If you catch them early, they can burn them off. <laughs> and uh, if the, if you don't catch them, you need surgery. Well, I need, I needed surgery on one, and they burned off two. And uh, ever since then, it was flip flop central for me. You know. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I remembered this guy's name because right after Harley Quinn. She's deaf and she can't hear anything. So she barks. She thinks think she hears something. The only thing she can hear. It's a ritual before she eats. I don't understand it. And then she throws her all the food over. She flips her food dish oh, over, it over and eats the food off the carpet. <laughs> I sometimes do that. Uh, is that what you do? Your, cereal, your <laughs> bowl of cereal with water in it? <laughs> like no, this, I, would, this I is... wouldn't do that with my 
I got throw this shit on the floor and I'll eat it off the floor. I'm not gonna lick water off the floor. I'm not an animal. But anyway, this doctor I remember distinctively because after I had my surgery, about two weeks over, he was arrested. Ooh. For insurance fraud. So, but, but right. this was a high school name that I remembered the doctor's name, but I can't even remember what happened last week. Do you know what I mean? That's weird. Yeah. Well. This wasn't yeah. in the white space. This was this was in the register it, somewhere. It got per- permanently <laughs> burned in for some reason. Yeah, my mom is, how do you remember that name? Like, how, how the hell do you remember that? <laughs> That is pretty I, impressive. I, I, I don't I, think I remember I don't, any doctor's no. names from when I was a kid. I also doubt I ever paid attention. The uh, the scandal might have helped seal it in there. Yeah, that probably is what did it. You know, I was like, Mom, why would you take me to this guy that's going to serve 25 years in prison? Because I don't remember a lot of my teacher's names from high school, but I definitely remember the name of the teacher who got arrested at the mall. Oh, shit. <laughs> I remember... A coach at our middle school that got arrested for sexual assault against three girls. Ooh. I remember his last name, Granadas. Yeah, my guy got arrested. He was my religion teacher, and he got arrested (laughs) for uh, indecent acts in the male bathroom at the local department store. Wow. Apparently there was a... a a place where men used to go to meet up. I wonder if it was in the elevator at uh, the comic convention too. They're the same guys <laughs> that were stayed at Keith Knudsen's hotel. <laughs> oh, the, yeah. And left the rubbers left in the, the corner. Rubbers on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I remember yeah, certain things. Uh, it's it's weird because stick. I remember. I only remember. Oh, uh, I, I, certain things stick in your mind. I don't mean certain things stick to the floor of the elevator. Yeah, that's true. But I guess both both. Is I remember Miss Adelson, my French teacher, who I really liked. She was amazing. Like I still remember. She passed away. Um, she was the only teacher I ever had as a Facebook friend. That's for sure. Um, but most of them I remember from middle school, which is odd. Like Mr. Stebbins, Miss Bradshaw. I, I don't remember hardly any from... I remember the gym teacher, Miss Raver. But man, other than that, I can't remember any high school names. Like high school yeah, teachers. I, only, I remember a few. Miss Toll, I remember her, but I only remember her because she was the like a English slash film criticism teacher. And I liked film criticism because you got to watch a lot of films and then critique yeah. them. And that might be the key. I think we, we the tend things to remember. You enjoyed. Yeah. The ones but I liked electronics bonus. too. And I can't remember that guy's name. Like I can't remember his name at all. It's crazy. I remember professor Hill in college God, I can't remember. I don't know if I remember any. The guy that took us to the strip names. club in I Triple E. I can't remember his name. Can't remember. His name. <laughs> and he he was awesome though. Like he was he was the coolest teacher you could ever have. He's because he was like one of the guys. Like. Yeah, I was gonna say that's probably good for legal reasons that you can't. Yeah, remember his that name. I can't remember his name. <laughs> you no, can't be was, implicated. He was incredibly like. There were two professors that that I liked a lot and they were more on instead of on the academia side, 
they were more in the practical electrical engineering. In other words, they could build shit. They were in the like the labs and stuff. Yeah. They were the professors that ran all that stuff and told you how to use the chips and the math behind them. But uh, those are the yeah, only ones a, that I remember. I remember a chemistry teacher who whose name I distinctly remember. But he was he was really into chemistry. Like he was nuts for chemistry. So I, I remember the music teacher me. was Artemis something or another. I can't remember his name. His music appreciation. But I liked that class. That was a cool class because I got to learn about classical music and I never knew much about it. And yeah, I never jazz, took a music I took, appreciation I took, I took class. a jazz appreciation. So I learned about like Thelonious Monk and like all kinds of other. I was gonna, I was gonna take a. a... Yeah, music appreciation class. When I talked, but I talked to the teacher before, and I'm like, "So, what kind of punk rock and uh, metal do you guys listen to in here?" <laughs> and he said, "No, we just listen to classical." And I said, "Fuck, fuck this bullshit!" And I flipped over the yeah. table and I left. Anarchy, <laughs> anarchy in the UK. Fuck this. <laughs> you ripped out your chain belt and whipped him to death. It's like, <laughs> ah, fuck you. <laughs> Yeah. You call this music appreciation a bunch of bullshit. God, I, can't, I, 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 it's embarrassing that I can't remember some of their names. Like I could, in my head, I can picture their faces. Do you know what I mean? Like I know exactly what they look like, mm-hmm. but sure. I can't draw on their name. Oh man. Yeah, and I guess I do remember some of my. Teachers from when I was younger more than the ones when I was older, but that—that's probably just how the brain works. Like I can't remember my fields and waves instructor, and he's like impressionable on me. It's like Doc. No, was it Doctor Byatt? I think it was Doctor Byatt. But this guy was was the oddest character because we had those sliding boards, you know, the ones that slide up, and they were they were like three nope. tall. Well, they're like chalkboards, except they oh. like you can slide them. Yeah, the sliding chalkboards. And they're three levels high, like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Because you're, you're like in like an auditorium, and you could slide them up, and then you have like three chalkboards full of shit. And his class would start prompt, and by the time you got to class, he already had one chalkboard full. So it's yeah. like. He was the only class that I would try to get there early, like half hour early, sit down and just start jotting notes. Start writing. Because if I didn't get there early, I couldn't listen to the the lecture at all. Yeah. And and nothing would absorb. And I was just writing, writing down notes as fast as I could. And yeah, it was crazy. But thanks to him, man, during my first interview he ingrained into me maxwell's equations so i when i went to my first interview it was the hardest interview i ever went to and they said one of the guys was a physicist one of the guys was computer science and one of the guys was i I don't know manager and and i interviewed with all of them and the physics guy said okay uh here's a whiteboard derive maxwell's equations and i'm like (laughs) and i did it because i knew them like they were ingrained in my brain and the the and this one you're fresh from school, right? Yeah, this was fresh. Yeah, out, so this still was in like your brain. Inter- interviewing right out of uh, uh, yeah, college. college. So 
I, I, I filled up, they did all the, the board and he says, he says, you could have done half of that and I would have hired you. <laughs> <laughs> and then the computer guy liked me and then so I So that's hired. one of those things where he, he doesn't expect that you'll, you're going to actually know it, but he just wants to see how you kind of work it out or whatever. Or if I could at least start, you know, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. If you, yeah. But I, I literally got this you, piece of chalk and I was just like, you're just going through it. <laughs> Because I had just finished Fields and Waves too, so yeah. like, it, it, yeah, it was crazy. But I didn't take the job because the pay was like, oh my god, it was bad. Matter of fact, oh, really? all the jobs that I interviewed for back home, which I was trying to stay, um, mm -hmm. they were not where I wanted to be. Like I knew the range for an electrical engineer, and it was below the average. So I was like, I I don't want to take these jobs. Huh, I was gosh. I was I was even considering at the point, um, working on my masters, just going directly to my masters because the job offers I had were so low. Because there's nothing good, yeah. Yeah, um, they were below 30k. I'll tell you that. And wasn't uh, that about the average? No, when I graduated, the average was at least 35 to 40. Okay. I can't remember anymore. I thought it was around, yeah, 35. So, yeah, and then I came out here. I interviewed with such and such company, which I'm not going to say. And it was awesome because they flew me out here. I interviewed with like seven managers. It was very comfortable. And then they took us out every night, like to dinner and they like pampered Man. you and wow. on the last night it was strip club night so they was like let's go to the strip club and i was like oh yeah this place i want to work <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i heard that i don't think i knew about that yeah i'm here i'm i'm hired i'm taking it <laughs> so was the i'm sure they didn't take every like no they weren't managers that took us out they were like people that that were from, believe it or not, there were people from UNM that worked for the company that were recruiting people from UNM. Like, they were okay. just regular employees. Yeah. And they weren't told, oh, take them to a strip club. They, that's just how it ended <laughs> up. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, comp the company would not have approved that. Yeah. It was the, the people that were doing the recruits, like trying to show recruiters. us a good time. Yeah, the yeah. recruiters were taking you out. Yeah. Basically. Fascinating. Yep. Fascinating stuff, man. So you want, do you want me to go through some more of my comics? Yes, yes. I don't remember where I left off. Uh, if you if you say a name, I'll say yeah. You covered it. Hey, did we do it. vulgar Vince? Ah, that doesn't sound familiar. <laughs> do we do no such thing as monsters? No, because you... I think that might be where we left off. Vulgar then. Vince. Oh, man. Yeah, it's Throb, <laughs> Throb Comics. <laughs> Those are Vulgar awesome Vince. covers. Professor Groinwald's Robots of Death. My ass is grass. This... Mechanical octopus with its medicine ball boxing gloves is going to do a total number on my poor old bod. 
Yeah, I like the covers for sure. Did you get one and two? No, I just have whatever number this is. One, I guess. The number two has yeah, number this guy. One. It looks like a bunch of... It looks like a preacher driving a Cadillac or something. Convertible. And he's saying, Vince, you have looked at my woman lustfully and at, committed adultery with her in your heart. Your right eye has caused you to sin. Therefore, I must gouge it out. <laughs> Man, I got a Vamoose Splitsville. Like you put an egg in my shoe and beat it before the Cadillac red. And his right-wing Christian goon squad puts his hurting on my butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is good stuff. Oh, I like Vulgar Vince. He wears a shirt on the says it says throb out, and on yeah. the back it says born to throb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this looks fantastic. Yeah, I wonder if these are on my shop. My comic shop. I'll need to get number two. How's the artwork? Is it like the cover? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's it's just like the cover. Oh, they have them both in stock, and they're cheap. The two, two dollars each. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love the two dollars. <laughs> yeah, add to cart. Oh, I add it to my want list. I don't like to add to my cart. No, I'm going to ride to your heart. Now, what was the other one? Uh, no Such Thing as Monsters. Which I think I might have looked at. This might be an anthology. This is by Coral Comics. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about this one. Let's see. Stephen Holman. I don't know who that is. This looks like totally indie at least by the drawings on the cover Maybe it's just one guy yeah it looks like the Stephen same art Holman. Throughout. yeah it looks like just Stephen Holman you'll have to read this and tell me if it's any good if you read yeah, if, but, you, if you read any of these and say oh this is something that Mike would like let me know because these are two dollar yeah. books I could I could put these in my cart. Yeah. This is just one. Unlike the, the Vince one, which looks amazing on the covers, these ones, it's hard to tell like what it is on the inside or yeah, what it, it even is. Yeah, they're terrible covers. <laughs> yeah, the fascination the with eggs or something because yeah, number there's... four has, it looks like eggs and chicken. I don't know what the hell's going on there. Plates of food and grotesque. Kill him. Destroy your father. No, stop her. Destroy your mother. <laughs> yeah, this is weird. I wonder if this guy doesn't like himself because <laughs> he's got terrible, terrible parents and. <laughs> yeah, even like the first, the first issue, the cover is, it's a plate with two two eggs as eyes and then and then sausage as a mouth, smiling mouth. Yeah. And it says first hideous issue. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. What the hell? <laughs> like, what would go through your mind, like, to decide? Yeah, I want. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be called No Such Thing as Monsters, and there's gonna be like a plate of eggs and sausage. Yeah, how would you get people to sell that? You know, like, <laughs> people are opening it up. This off the shelf yeah. for sure. Who could not grab this? Clearly, the eggs and the sausage 
indicate what the interior is like. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I said I don't. It's hard to tell what the hell's going on. Well, if you go to cover six, it says what's going on on the cover. <laughs> oh, literally, it says. Yeah, what's going on? What's going on? I put the pellets outside and the grills out for you. How did you see that? Oh, I thought you looked outside or something from upstairs. Is Barbara going to smoke something? Yeah, she's going to smoke. She's wearing her shirt that said, I'd smoke that. And it's got a chicken and pig and cow on it. Nothing that you would eat. We're going to smoke. Smoking cow? Yeah, cow. We're no, we're having ribs. That's pork. That's pig. Well, you could have beef ribs, but we're having more like pork ribs. Yeah, smoke, smoke it up. Yeah. Next one I have is phase one. I think I might already have a, a an issue of phase one. I might have an issue of this. Is it with the Z or with the with oh, an no, S? S. Oh no, I don't have it. But I like this cover one. I don't one. either. I like the yeah, art this look. Looks, this looks cool. I gotta open this up and see what it looks like on the inside. And this is from what is this sexy lady on the back cover? Victory. Yeah, this is a V on the cover. Oh wait, this is number three. Phase one number three. Yeah, you can oh, see it on oh, the so cover. Oh, so I do have phase one, number one. So I have one and three now. The black and white title from Victory Public Productions pits the traditional comic book super team, phase one, against Krom, a world B destroyer of worlds. Can Tridon, Windstar, Luna, Cosmos, White Fire, and Tella stop this all-powerful being before Earth becomes one of the top Notch and its belt on the way to universal domination. So it sounds like it's a space alien thing. Yeah, superheroes. What was that other title that we just covered? That you just covered? I didn't read the description on that, but I'd like to. No such thing as monsters. No such thing. Yeah, I just want to see if it has a write-up. No, it has nothing. (laughs) No one knows. Nobody knows. I just (laughs) wanted to see because I have. Yeah. Like you can almost look at a cover and have an idea what it does. This this one I have no idea what it's about. Right. Then I just got some some grooves cuz I'm working on my grooves. I'll pick those up anytime I get a chance. Yeah, so do I. I would like to get a full run of that. But but grooves are weird cuz I I won't go out of my way to like put them on my cart, but I'll buy them when I see them. Yeah, in the white, like in the, yeah, I'm the same way. I haven't gone in, yeah, I don't go in my comic shop and load up them all, but when I see them in the dollar bins or whatever. This other book, though, this No Such Thing as Monsters, nobody has a write-up on it. You could be the first. <laughs> you I'll could be the first by Bill Bomer, just in case you people want to know what this is about. I'll throw that up online, and then the services can all pick it up. What else? <clears throat> this one I'm excited about because I didn't 
know about it, but I'm going to have to pick up the issues of it. In Country Vietnam, number three. I think I know what this one New is. New England Comics. No, I don't know what it is then. Yeah, I didn't know about this, but I'm, I'm always into the Vietnam comics. So. There's In Country Nam by Survival Art. That's not, not the bad. same one, though. You got from NEC? Yeah. No write-up on that either. Publishers of the Tick. Well, it's kind of self-explanatory. <laughs> no, but sometimes there's a focus. I guess you don't know if it's like true. Let's see. It says suggested for mature readers. Wonder if the other guy who wrote the other one is the same guy, Ronald F. Fendel. Yeah, he is. This is wrong, Ledwell. <clears throat> Yeah, so he wrote the first one in Survival Arts, 1986. This... <laughs> okay, so this is the second. Yeah, I don't know if it's the same material, though. I don't think it is. The titles are different. And, and Volume 1 is more expensive than Volume 2 for some reason. Like, there's a couple issues here that are 18 bucks. Possibly the uh, print runs. Yeah. We might have had a bigger print run. And I didn't realize uh, New England comic comics had so many war comics. They've In Country Vietnam, Waffen SS, Nuclear War, Y2K, <laughs> WWW2 Stalingrad. Or they have a bunch of WW2s. I didn't even know that. The only thing I know from New England comics is the tick. <laughs> I was focused on that. Yeah. I wonder if this is, what year was this? Was this before the tick or after the tick? This is, oh, 2001, so after. So this is probably later. It says the goal of the title comics. is gritty realism with a focus on small unit combat situations. The stories are driven by details and factual information which unfortunately, unfortunately lessens the air of danger and suspense that should be present. So it's more like realistic. Um, even the personalities of the characters revolve more around their ranks or duties than the plight of the soldiers themselves. So even though the scenarios are fairly accurate depictions of the how the military forces functioned and how events unfolded, the reader is given no personal stake in the soldier's plight or the outcome of a particular battle. Well, that's unfortunate. That is the write-up, though, for the volume one. Oh, well, maybe it's, it, it's it's just the same two. guy. Yeah. So I assume it's in the same. So more more factual and le and less uh, personal. That's what it sounds like. Well, I think because um, he has. The, the title storyline of the previous one was Green is the Color of Hell, and then he has three issues. And then your 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 title has three issues, and it's Green is the Color of Hell, Part 1, Part 2, Part 3. So 1, 2, and 3. So I, I, I think it's the same. I think this is a reprint. The NEC is a reprint of the first. Okay, yeah, that could but it be. But do, it doesn't cover the whole series. It just covers the first three. So I think that write-up is probably accurate, but that that might not be a bad thing. Like you're you're seeing like 
what is happening behind the scenes. In other words, they're not what the write-up saying is they're not um, glamorizing what was happening in these particular battles, I guess. Like more special effects or whatever. Yeah, I'm still you know, I'm still interested in reading it. So yeah, I'm excited. I I, I will I will try to get the other issues of this. Then I got, I don't even know what this is. Boy, Boys. This is a newer book. It's a $4 cover price. Boys from High Water Books. This looks like a more kind of just indie book. Oh, this is Ron, Ron Reger Jr., Yeah, I see the yeah. cover. It's kind of odd. Looks like Peanuts yeah. characters. A little bit. Yeah, this is just a... Uh, what was this published? Six by nine. Yeah, it's a little small. It's a smaller one. No write-up on this guy. Yeah, it just looks like cartoony kind of... Comics. Ooh, little sexy comics. I gotta dig out my. Uh... Yeah, I'm happy to get this. This is one that, if it was a previews, I would I would have gotten it if I had noticed it. Just a mini comic of some sort. I don't see a pro date though. What the heck? Anyway, I'm excited to read this. I like my indie comics. Boys. I don't see this one at my comic shop. What am I not seeing? No, I couldn't find it either. It's not in their database. And I'm guessing this next book is not in their database. What, what is it? Ishkabibble. How do you spell that? <laughs> I-S-H-K-A-B-I-B-B-L. That's in my database. Oh, it's Kabibble, but there's no write-up, and it's got some funky dimensions. It's little, just a mini comic. That's Mine right. has no cover. This box had a a weird assortment of. Oh, this looks really good on the inside. Oh, this one has a phone on the cover. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, phone. Who does this? This is uh, Vincent Stahl. Vincent Stahl. Min King First Mini printing. is the is the publisher. Yeah, King Mini. And it's first printing. <clears throat> September 1999, a run of 350. Mine's number 338 of 350. I like this art. That's really good. Kind of reminds me of... Uh, what's that dude's name? Oh, my brain. So old. The guy who did March. The art in March. Josh something? <laughs> I don't remember. I haven't read March. It looks like that. Ish cabibble. Cabibble. Yeah, this looks good on the inside. That's what... The, this, these boxes had a weird assortment of comics because they had, like, underground stuff had some indie stuff and then had had a bunch of mini comics 
So I, I grabbed any of the mini comics that looked interesting. Man, oh, damn it. Another one my comic shop doesn't like, Ishka Bibble. I know. How am I going to get the rest of Ishka Bibble if there were any other issues? <laughs> no, they're, they're not. If my database oh, is accurate, there's just this. All right, I got a full run of Ishka Bibble. It's a mini comic. <clears throat> I'll always pick up a mini comic from a cheap bin. Forget about it. Me too. Oh, here we go. We got we're back to the uh, underground. Quagmire Comics number one. Vigorous adult stories. <laughs> this one sounds familiar. I might have one of these. Quagmire. Yeah, Quagmire. Oh, there's only one issue of it. This is it. Pete Popisky and Dale Kapiers. Heavy I've lost. Out stuff. I forget what that dinosaur was called. Diamatron or something like that. Oh, the one with the, the spine. The savage dragon looking. Yeah. <laughs> Finn on his back. I don't know. This is Kitchen Sink, though, so this is one of the... Vigorous adult stories. Yes, it's very vigorous. Vigorous! <laughs> vigorous adult stories. Then I just got two issues of Death Rattle. That price says it's 30 bucks. I wonder if that's true. My comic shop has the fine for 10 bucks. So that was the mint that I gave you, so that could be true. Yeah, the mint could be 30, yeah. And the last one is Death Rattle, which I always pick up Death Rattle whenever I see them. Those ones I think I have. Well, I have some of them. Yeah, there's a lot of them. I don't know how many issues the run was, but yeah, because that had what's his name, the the dinosaurs for hire guy on some of them, I think. Yeah, I think it was just an anthology, so there's a lot of. Man, this bag has three tapes on it. Who puts three pieces of tape on a bag? I guess I don't have many of them. Oh man, that has a Richard Corbin cover on number one. Yeah, so I got number. Five and twelve. I already have some issues of this. So this one has Mark Nelson cover, Matt Howarth story, Thomas Ott. Why did I think I had is. more more of this? Mark Schultz. He did eight. That's what issue I bought because it was a special Xenozoic preview. Ah. It's the first appearance of Xenozoic. That's how I knew this title. Because I bought all the Xenozoic tales, all the Mark Schultz stuff. Yeah. And uh, I, I was like, Death Rattle, I know that name, and I couldn't find it. And then it, I only have two issues of it, and one of them is the first appearance of uh, dinosaurs, or what do you call it, Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Okay. Which, what issue is that? Uh, Death Rattle. Number eight. Yeah, I don't have that one. I have a, f a few issues of this. Yeah, I'll pick these up just because you know there's going to be some good stuff in there. Yeah. 
of these old anthologies. This is a kitchen sink one. We could stop there. Man, that was a good box. I'm, I want. I'm waiting for one of those days. Although I did, I had a pretty good box. Yeah, you did pretty all, good. It, I it's think. just all more mainstream stuff that I knew about. Do you know what I mean? Like this is stuff that I didn't know about, except for Death right. Rattle. That's the only yeah. exception. And I wouldn't have known about Death Rattle if it wasn't for. Xenozoic. Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Yeah, Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Yeah, I don't often get a box like that. So, or, uh... But I still want to read Leather and Lace. Like I, I want to place an order so I could finish that series because I got into it. <laughs> Like it was so it was so bizarre to me. Oh, leather. That's the Barry yeah, Blair one. Yeah, it was so yeah. weird that I, I I was so interested to see what was happening. And I even read them out of order because I I had like ten of them, but I didn't have like so I had to try to piece together what was happening between issues. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I would jump and I'm like, well, how did they get here under this predicament? You know. But yeah, I, I want. I still want to place an order for that. I'm I'm waiting. Oh, I I figured out where my original art page came from. Finally, what was it? <laughs> it is from Demon Hunter, but it's not the Demon Hunter that Aircell published. Like for a certain amount of time, and not a very long amount of time, there was another publisher who published Barry Blair's comics. And they only published like a few issues, and then they stopped. What and one of them was. What was that publisher? Do you know? If you look up Demon Hunter, you'll see that it was published by two different publishers. There it is, Dave. Dave's. I'm typing Demon Hunter, and it's bringing up all kinds of shit. Why is that? <laughs> well, actually, I guess there was three. There was an Atlas series in 1975 but then there's the air cell one in 89 but then there was this weird davez one dave oh yeah there's only one issue of that one. yeah there's only one issue and that's why i never knew about it because i've never heard of this company dave des interesting so that's where your art came from so that's where my art is from. <laughs> yeah so now i got now i need to get that issue yeah that one they don't have. They don't. I would have ordered it immediately. If well, I, no, you wouldn't have, because as soon as you told me, I would have added it to and, and sent it <laughs> off. <laughs> gone. I'm gonna one of these days. I'm gonna get an email saying it's in stock, and then I'll go and it'll be gone. And it'll I'll be say, gone. <laughs> well, I was listening to Joe uh, Crawford. He he recorded with. Uh, Rob, yeah, Rob, because I, know, I, because I was I was gone and I I love those issue episodes because I'm not in them and I get to hear them like I don't listen to myself you get to be, again. Yeah, you get to be a listener. I, I get I get to be a listener and get to hear what they're talking about. And <laughs> he had mentioned in the podcast he's like I'm scared to always tell Mike like oh this is there because oh, yeah, of go to my that, comic yeah. shop and add it to his cart. 
but he doesn't know i've been fairly disciplined like I, I i have been adding stuff to my want list but not my cart so yeah and i, I think you're like me where you don't place many orders and when you get around to it, it just whatever happens to be in stock at that time you'll add to your cart yeah But I am Her- a, I, I, I'm a fan of this guy for some reason. Um, Barry Blair. I like Barry Blair's stuff. Yeah, he's an odd... He seems like a really odd individual. Because yes. there's, there, there's just some weird themes that almost get into the creepy area. Like... <laughs> But yeah. they don't they don't ever cross the line. And that's why I want I wanted to try one of the remember I was telling you Leather and Lace has like a regular version and an adult version. I I wanted to get I don't have any of the adult versions, so I can't compare uh-huh. I can't I can't compare to see if one is different than the other. I, wonder, you know, I know I do have one issue of that. I wonder if I have the Oh I do have I have an adult version of number two. Do you have number two? The no, I don't have, and I have number two. Uh... No, I don't. I don't, I think I started with three. Too bad we could compare. We could whip them out at a convention. Whip them out and compare. I will have it though because I that that's my next my comic shop order. Oh. I start I started with issue three. And my versions are called the tame versions. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know what the difference is. Yeah, we it, should, you should, you should bring it's your It's weird, tame though, because in my, in my versions, the, the tame versions are more expensive than the, the dirty ones. So I don't know why, why that is. Really? Oh, it, it must just be print runs. Yeah. Because I'm guessing that shops ordered the, the but it's substantially different. Like you could get the adult version for two bucks, and then the tame is ten. Do you know what I mean? Like just wow. across the board. Yeah. yeah. Usually that would be the opposite. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, usually it is. Yeah, for sure. That's interesting. But maybe that, like you said, maybe there's more adult than there are the. Oh, these are the censored versions. Who knows? I just know I love Amazing Spider-Man. I'm all caught up and even ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I one day look forward to reading that. It is so much like... I I think that Zeb Wells is channeling the... Howard Mackey era of Amazing Spider-Man and Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man, because the parallels are fucking incredible. Like between Howard Mackey's run. Yeah. And I'm reading them simultaneously. So I'm even getting confused on which one's which. Wow. But you know, like um, what's his name that he's had a room with Robertson's son. Peter shared a room with him before, but in the Howard Mackey one, he he moves in with him. Like uh, he's broke, he's he's homeless, he's living on the street, 
And in the, the new run, he's kind of like broke too, and nobody will hire him. And that's why he gets a job with Harry uh, Norman Osborn, which which is, is, is very odd. But uh, the sun is very prevalent in the new uh, Zeb Wells series in the fact that <clears throat> he's in that Tombstone arc, and he's marrying Tombstone's daughter, so, I mean, there's just, like, similar characters that are, like, prevalent in the arc that, yeah, man, they're, they're so familiar. It's so interesting to read because sometimes I, did that happen here or did it happen here? Like, because <laughs> yeah. I'm reading them simultaneously. Yeah. I'm reading one on the app right before bed and the other one I'm reading in print. Yeah, that is interesting, and you have to wonder if it was a... It must have been an inspiration for him. And then there, like, there's this John Romita series. I mean, like, it was like two, three issues ago where he has the vulture. Like, he does, like, these awesome fucking uh, aerial attacks on Spider-Man. The way he draws them, they're fucking insane. They're going up and down and... I mean, he's like totally trashing him in the air mm-hmm. because he thinks that Peter turned his granddaughter against him. And it, it's just like he is beating the crap out of Spider-Man. And it just visually looks awesome. Yeah. I almost think that's a, a way to tell who's a good artist, who's a really good artist, is in an action scene like that because... A really good artist, you can it flows right. You can tell exactly what's happening at each. Well, you beat feel, of the yeah, fight. you you feel the like oh this this is like a high speed aerial attack, you know, yeah. and you can like feel the gravity and all this stuff. And I I just love John Romita Jr. and I I can't I don't understand how some people just trash him. Yeah, I I never understood that. I've I've always liked him. He's so good. Especially his dynast dynamic stuff. Like he could do quiet stuff too, because sometimes you get the talky head Peter stuff. But like what he's done in Internals and what he's done in in Spider Man is just amazing. Like his stuff is just fantastic, and that's why I like the Howard Mackey run. Because on one end, an amazing you're getting fucking John Byrne drawing it. And then on the other book, and Peter Parker, you're getting uh, JRJR. It's like, fuck. Dang. Yeah. It's like heaven, man. <laughs> but that's I know, why. Can you imagine being Howard Mackey and being like, oh, man. I can't believe I, I have I've been so two, into it lately that legends. I almost want to do a podcast. Like, And then my mind comes in and like, Mike, when are you going to have time to do this? (laughs) You can't even get your Mike M's week. I barely got one out this month. You know, like it, the realism comes in and it's like, I, I could still talk about Spider-Man. So just do it. And when you're existing, I'm just so excited into your existence. The only difference is I'm so excited about it. Like that. I, I wouldn't mind like breaking it down. You know what I mean? Like just, you can't do that on retro. I can, but it's I have so much other things I need to talk about too, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But may, maybe when I retire I could just do a a themed podcast where I could just go. The other thing that I'm getting into, Bill, and you're going to laugh because I always tell you I don't like it 
is I'm reading Sandman. <laughs> I saw it, you it, post no, something but, about no, one. No, like, no, but what? fucking, like, I, I just can't believe how things have changed. Like, I used to hate, I mean, with, with the passion, Sam Keith art. And now I look mm. at it and I see, like, all this cool shit. Like, when he's drawing Cain and Abel and the Three Witches mm -hmm. from The Witching Hour, I'm like, oh, my God, this is, like, the best shit ever. Like, I'm in heaven. <laughs> so I, I don't awesome. understand, like, why I never liked it. And at least the first, the first few stories of Sandman are very ingrained in the DC universe. Like, I'm talking about the Justice League's in it, you know, Constantine's in it. Mm -hmm. uh, Cain and Abel from House of Mystery, House of Secrets, The, the Witching Hour, uh, Doctor Destiny, who's a Justice League villain. Like, okay, it, it is incredible. Like, I I don't know why. I I I know I was giving this to Barb, and I can see like why Barb didn't really latch onto it because at least the early issues were. I remember reading eight with Death, and then say, okay, this is a good issue. And then I kind of lost me again, but I'm I'm rereading Sandman, and I don't have a nice. full run of Sandman. Like, I have like a lot of the early stuff, but not the later stuff. So I I might want to fill it in at some point. Yeah, I don't have a full run either. I mine's kind of backwards because I don't I'm missing some issues early on, but then at, at a certain point I have the rest of them. I started getting it regularly. And that's why I jumped on those 50 cent Hellblazers because I knew I didn't have them. And Hellblazer, uh, I got big holes that I need to fill. Yeah. I do want to get all those eventually, but Sandman I have in collections, so I can't read. Now, it. now I want to watch the show, and the show I fell asleep in, on watching. <laughs> like I was yeah. out. Yeah, you probably have to be in the right mood for that. Well, it's slow, but I think I'm in. I think if I watch it not not before bed, I would enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. So that's something I want to do, but I've committed myself to horror movies, so I I kind not of been the try, trying to stay the course. Yeah. Do you want to go through previews? Sure. Where do you want to start? Doesn't matter to me. Did you have anything in the Marvel and DC? Yeah, a, few, a couple of things. Okay. I, I, I bet I, one of them in the DC you're getting is Batman Spawn for sure. Eh. No, you'd be getting that. <laughs> Todd McFarlane yeah. and Greg Capullo. Yeah, when I first saw it, I'm like, are they just reprinting the old one? No, this is new. I'm like, I think it's new. So it's odd because we have Silvestri doing Batman and Todd doing Batman. All we need is to get like Portacio over Silvestri, um, Rob, Liefeld, <laughs> and shit. Everyone. Yeah, it'd be kind of exciting if they got all of them, <laughs> especially Eric. But Eric is so like, I want to do my own thing. He's, he's, like, like, he's so busy because he does everything yeah. himself. He can barely bring out his own title. <laughs> yeah. I think he overstepped himself when he wanted to do the ant thing. Like, 
I don't think he can do two monthlies. Sure. Yeah. For for Ant, he should have. I wish he had just done the writing and had someone else do the art or something yeah. like that. So, so he could still concentrate on Savage Dragon. I'd rather I mean, have Savage Dragon of the two, but I do like Ant a lot. Yeah, me too. But I can also understand if he needed a break from Savage Dragon. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to step away for a little bit and refresh yeah, yourself. Mo- change your mood, yeah. So if, if he wasn't feeling it, then I can understand stepping away and working on Ant but for a while. But he is tying Ant into Savage Dragon and Spawn, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, still in the same yeah. universe. Yeah, I don't have a lot of Batman, or Batman. I don't have a lot of DC and Marvel this month. There's a G. Willow Wilson and a Jamie McKelvey Catwoman story. Um, that would be pretty cool. I like those. There's not a lot of new stuff, that's why. Um, and there's not a lot of collections either. I think there was one collection I wanted to point out, because I don't get too many of them. But there is the... one collection I'm getting... I wasn't. I don't think I'm gonna get the Catwoman. Oh wait, yeah, yeah, that's on my list. Never mind. Oh, I wanted to point. Danger Street is back out. Like this was solicited a while ago, and then they canceled it. And yeah, I have that. Now it's back. Tom King's Danger Street. Want to point that out? Yeah, I was very excited about that. I was sad to see the cancellation. I was happy to see that it's resolicited. Yeah. What do you think about the Dead Boy Detectives? Are you gonna go into that? Yeah, I'm gonna get that. That's by Pornsack. Pashut. I don't. I didn't like the first or the one of the incarnations of Dead Boy Detectives, but oh, I was gonna get Milestone Compendium too. That's what I was gonna get. Yeah, that's the next thing I have. Yeah, so far everything you've mentioned are the things I'm getting. <laughs> well, there you wasn't. Th- this well. was a. Well, this was a. Um, not a lot of new stuff um right issue i still am excited though like for wildcats a lot like i'm really excited to read wildcats and this is like number two all right but steven segovia and matthew rosenberger that's gonna be awesome and i think i'm gonna enjoy that one So uh, the Marvel one, same same thing. Um, the 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 one thing I will say is with Spider-Man, it's crossing over into Axe, and then it's crossing over into Dark Web, and it's really distracting. Like they change art teams, they uh, vector away from the primary story for a while, and I I don't, it's. It, it's really yeah. evasive on, on Amazing Spider-Man, and it's going to do it again. But uh, I will yeah, say that like... Ed McGinnis did a hell of a an issue 700, or what was it 800 of Spider-Man? I can't remember what it was. Yeah. But uh, that was an amazing uh, issue. I liked it a lot. So he's going to be teaming up with Zeb Wells for the this crossover. Yeah. This is an interesting premise, too. It's uh, the clones, Ben Riley and Madeline Pryor. And, and the thing that makes it really interesting is I, I've just recently read a lot of early X-Factor, which 
mm-hmm. had Madeline Pryor just get dumped. Like, she, Cyclops pretty much left her. He left his marriage to go work on X-Force and just left her to raise a kid. Like, see ya. I'm out of here. So, yeah, it, this, this might have some interesting things in it. Because I am caught up on the Ben Riley saga and amazing and he's a clone and then so is Madeline Pryor and we'll see what happens. That's pretty much the first part of previews. There's a new Iron Man series coming out. I don't know if you're into that. But that's Jerry Dugan and Juan Frigeri. And they're relaunching Miles Morales Spider-Man. Were you going to get anything in this? Did you hit your mute button? Because I can't hear you anymore. Oh, I muted myself. Yeah. Um, Are you getting anything? Yeah, I'll I'll probably get the... I don't know about the Iron Man. I'll probably get the Miles Morales. That's Cody Ziegler who did uh, Spider-Punk. I might skip the uh, Miles Morales. And I will be getting the Iron Man. But... uh, so we're inverted there. But that's not to say I won't read it on the app. I'm just getting more, trying to be a little bit better. Like, I want to buy Monica Robo Photon, but I think I'm going to read that one on the app, too. Okay. There's that Murder yeah. World Spider-Man. I'll probably get Jim Zed Monica and... Rambo as well. See, it's different for me and you, though, because... When I say I'll get it, I mean I'm just going to get number one. But when you say you'll get it, that means you're committing to the run. (laughs) The whole run, yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm reading all the X-Men titles, but I'm only buying X-Men, Wolverine, and uh, Mm X-Force. And the only one that I, like, really wish I would have bought, like, the one that stands out to me is, like, man, this is... A five is Immortal X-Men. Like, it, it is so good. And hmm. um, that's the only one that, like... Like, I'm enjoying the others, but... I don't, like, I don't, like, regret not having it. Like, whereas Immortal X-Men, I'm like, oh my god. This is, like, the best... Some of the best X-Men I've read. And uh, I want to I read it. Well, I like this Jim Rugg homage variant of for extreme x-men number two what page is that one on 37 i jump ahead too much no (laughs) no because a lot of it's there's not a lot of new like i might get the murder world spider-man i have to oh shit that uh, that is an awesome uh That is an awesome homage. Oh, the Jim Rugg one, yeah. Yeah, that looks that looks fantastic. If it's the same price, I'll get it. 
I might get that. I might get that series just because it's Claremont and singles to decide. I'm getting most of these titles. I think I passed on Trad Moore's Doctor Strange, though. Yeah, I think you said that last time. I just time. can't. I don't like his art. I mean, the ten years from now, you might we might be talking. I said, "Oh my God, Tradmore is the best thing ever." But <laughs> right. right, right I now, I didn't like it before. <laughs> yeah, what's so wrong with me? What was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, the yeah Murder World Spider-Man is by Jim, Jim Zub, Zub and Fox. I've li- I've really liked his Spider-Man so. I'm probably going to get Ray that Fox one is, shot. Always like Ray Fox stuff. See, I'm not the Ray Fox guy. Oh, yeah, but, that's right. You don't like him as much as I do. But I like I like Rug a lot. So, uh, collected editions, it's just I'm still sticking with the Epic. There's a lot of things here that look great, but I'm not going to get... I would love to have that cable Deadpool. Um, well, the rug homage is the same price. There you go. <laughs> but then I have to commit to the whole series. No, you don't. Well, why do you have to commit if you get number want, two? Because I don't want number one and two. And then you could get the <laughs> collected ridiculous. edition. Well, you're getting That's two ridiculous. for the cover. Think of it like that. Yeah, but I don't like getting issues for the cover. Although there is some, there is something in regular previews that I'm gonna get. Actually, there might be two issues that I'm getting just for the cover. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you want to jump to regular previews? If I have any collections for. No. Oh, just the I have to read Gambit to see if I want to get the Gambit trade. Do you want to put that on our list? I I would love yeah. to do that one. That works. The, yeah, there's several. Any, any Marvel or DCs that you want to read, throw at me because well, I'm DC into I that mood. To, I do have a DC I need to read. You might have All already right. read it. Aquaman Andromeda. I haven't read that one yet, so let's put that on there too. Gambit and Aquaman. We'll see that. That's they're, where I want to get. They're doing a hardcover, but. It's fifty percent off, so it's only fifteen bucks for the hardcover, which is actually a good, pretty decent price. Yeah, that is. So I might just pop for the and the art in that, if that, especially if that's oversized, because that art is wild. Wild. Yeah, well, I want to jump to the mains. Yeah, let's jump to image. Image. I'll get this art brute because it's Maxwell Prince guy, and I like what he does. Now this is that's a reprint. <laughs> yeah, but his first work, right? Yeah, it's a reprint of the IDW of an IDW series. I didn't get the original. I can't remember what the original is called. I think I know. Electric it. Sublime. Yeah, Electric Sublime. Which I don't think I got, ever got that either. So it's probably smart of them to reprint it. <laughs> well, they're doing the same thing with uh, IDW's what Chris Ryle stuff. 
Yeah, they're doing it with a yeah, lot of a lot uh, of his stuff. Yeah. The next one I'm on board with because I like Tim Seeley a lot, so I uh, will get oh, Hex, Hexware. Hexware, yeah, I'm gonna get that. I like Tim Seeley and I like uh, witches. Yeah. I'm a big witch fan. And this is a witch. She has a a witch's hat and everything. Yes, I'm in. And I'm going to get Radi- Radiant Pink number one. Yeah, me too. Is that just a one shot? or is that? Oh, no, it's a four no, issue. One to four, yeah. Just the next Radiant series. All against all. What is this? This is like a... It's the guy who wrote Giga, which I liked. Yeah, I guess I'm trying this one too. Some kind of sci-fi. And I am getting this Clay People thing because it's Matt Hawkins. I'm a fan of his. Even though it's... Signed edition? No. Well, it might be one of those allocated things if it's that. Yeah, it's like a limited to 500 copies. I wonder if they'll issue the regular one. You you figure they must, right? Unless they have in the past, but I don't remember it. Yeah, this was a weird one. Because I do want to read it, but... That's what I wonder if there's just going to be a a regular version. There has to yeah. be. Well, it doesn't have to be. But... Nightclub number one by Mark Millar and Juan and Ramirez. Yeah, I get all. I get all. Mal- Mark Millar. Miller number ones, yeah. There's a new Friday. I don't remember ever buying Friday before. I don't think I got Friday Volume One. Yeah, I don't think I did. So I probably won't getting, get this. Are you getting the singles? No, I don't think so. I don't think I've ordered it, it for whatever reason. Maybe Cosk. Maybe is it a higher ticket item? I wonder when when were those published? Let me look. Friday. No, I didn't buy it. One of them was a local I comic book see shop it. day. And one through three, collect one through three. This might be one that was published to that digital platform, and then he Oh, it. yeah. Yeah, I think it was. Whatever that was called, or is called. Paper Syndicate, Panel Syndicate. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Are you going to get Radiant Red, Volume 1? Uh, I'm not sure. i got to look and see what I thought of it. I'm also. Spawn Compendium Volume 4. You're, are you jumping in on that? Um, I don't remember. Did, did you buy <laughs> one through three? I know I got number one. I got one and two. I don't remember if I got three. Because at some As point you... I said, why am I getting these? Because I have all the issues. Because it's Spawn. So for a few issues <laughs> I'm missing. That's what I should say. I should say, hey, getting the compendium is cheaper than trying to fill in those issues that I'm missing. <laughs> <laughs> I could buy the compendium, rip it up, and just staple together 
the issues that I'm missing and put those in my collection. Well, you're never going to get the ones that you're missing, are you? Because you're never going to find them in the wild for cheap. Maybe I'll find them in the wild for cheap. No, you won't. <laughs> 20 years from now. I just don't see Bill Bomer spending $100 on a book on one single issue. It's rare. It, it'd have to be like, oh, I have this art page from it, and the, they've actually drawn me on the cover, so I'm going to get it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how much the most how much is the most I've spent on a comic. I don't even know. Probably less than 20. 20. I wonder if I've gotten over 20. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't fall into your wheelhouse. Like you'd have to like run across a stolen book where some guy's on the street with a jack- his jacket, <laughs> and he's saying, "Hey, you want this spawn right. with the clown the on it? That's only ten bucks." And you're like, "Hell yeah!" Yeah, some of those I'm never gonna find. I admit it. It's possible. I don't know. And then I'm like, well, the compendium would be a lot easier to read, too, than going through all those issues. Well, it is a pretty big spine, though. It's got to have a, a, it has to have a really big spine break. Like, that's true. To read it would be a pain. Yeah. As well. I don't know. Are you getting those? You're probably just getting them just to have them. I'm getting them just to have them, but I might not. I might not go there. I, I might go there like if I ever – I'm hoping to retire soon. So like let's say if, if the dream comes true and I retire at 57, there might be things I could do that I can't do now. Like if I want to make an Amazing Spider-Man podcast, I could do it. Mm-hmm. See, and, and see, like I'd have to pick a character that like I'm vested in like, and that I know that I – would want to keep reading and I spawn is one of those characters. Cause I, I do read him. We, we, we do cover him around the show all the time. So, I mean, I, I could see me like rereading it in, in trade. You know what I mean? Yeah. Savage dragon. Definitely. Like For I'll, sure. I'll crack, I'll crack that hardcover and I'll, I'll, I'll definitely oh, man, do that. Man. I think but that's a better if I if I have to, if I have to pick between Spawn and Savage Dragon, Savage Dragon will win every time. I agree. And if I have to pick between two two artists and creators I love, Eric Larson will win every time. Like there, I mean, he'll beat all of the founding fathers. Like nobody is close to Eric Larson to me. I agree. Well, and he's also the one who, A, is stuck with his property the longest. Well, I guess Todd has too. But he, he's done it all himself the whole time, which is crazy. So it just you got to respect the dedication that man well, the, has. Well, the, the other thing that I want to point out about Eric Larson, we were talking about JRJR, and Eric Larson can do great action. Like mm-hmm. he draws sure. action. Like his his dynamic pencils are amazing. Like he knows how to lay, lay do an action scene like no other. 
from Boom Studios, we have Know Your Station from Sarah Gailey and Liana Congus. And this is for fans of Nice House on the Lake and Alien, which are really good. What page are you on? 88. Jumped ahead. Well, I thought we were done with uh, Image. I did want to point out one other thing. Savage Dragon, surprisingly enough. Cover C. Which they don't show. Oh, yeah, it was Gary Frank. Gary Frank. How often are there have there been non-Eric covers? Not very. There might be like two or three instances, I think. I know there were on like the anniversary issues or whatever when yeah, they did like yeah, yeah. nine covers. Or when they switched. Remember they did the image switch creator? Yeah, month? number 13, yeah. Yeah. So I might, I might have to get... I might double dip on that one. I would. That's like one of those. That's like getting the the small issue. That's like one of the rare rare unicorn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the one that made him go <laughs> broke. <laughs> the mini, yeah. The one where he his mood definitely changed when I asked, when I handed that to him when I ruined his day. Okay, you're right. Boom. Boomy. Yeah, was, know your station. Yeah, I'll get... I'll try that one. She's the writer of Eat, your, Eat the Rich, too, and that was good. Yeah. And he's the... Well, Liana Kargas did True Cult, she which did. we were talking about. True Kvult. True Kvult. Yeah, so this is another one about people abandoning the Earth and living in on a space station. Mm-hmm. And then a vicious circle number one, only because it has Lee Bermejo art. Yeah. Which they show some preview pages. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> I hope it's black and white. It looks like the art style changes. Like if you read the description, it says yeah, spanning from 22nd century Tokyo to 1950s. It said something. With each time period, artist Lee Bermejo adjusts his artistic style to pay homage to luminary comic artists and historical master painters. So he changes oh, yeah, the art based on the the year. Well, the yeah, the the black and whites look amazing, and then he does do so colors good. on the other one. Yeah, on the yeah more eighties looking one or nineties. Guys, so good though. And then it, and then his art kind of. St- Changes more. Oh man, this is gonna be so good. Mm-hmm. And it's like prestige format too. Oh. This is probably one I'll end up double dipping on if they do like an oversized hardcover. Yeah, because this is prestige already, though. Yeah. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. You draw that good. Like, that's the black and white art. Like, it's so good. (laughs) Like, how do you even do that? Oh, he's he's very photorealism for sure. Yeah. I mean, his, they look like real people. 
Especially when it's in black and white. <laughs> yeah, for sure. When you add the colors, it adds another dimension where it looks more... Cartoony. Yeah. I'm going to get Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles just because it's illustrated by Dan Mora and because it's Ninja Turtles. I'm buying it for it the Ninja Dan Turtles. Mora. Did Dan Mora do Volume 1? or I don't think so. Uh, don't think so. Who but they have be. a Ke they have a Kevin Eastman and Freddie Williams uh, Ninja Wait. Turtle cover on the right. If that one's ex affordable, or they have the connecting covers, there's a lot of covers. So um, yeah, there sure are. I probably just get an A is what I'll go with. But there there are would... some interesting. I would get whatever the discount is on. There, that's there. another property that I didn't give two shits about. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And now I almost have every single Mirage Ninja Turtles. With the exception of like one and two. And I'm, I filled in a lot of the other series. The only one that I have like nothing of is the Archie series. Yeah, I don't have a lot of that one. But I don't really care about it either. <laughs> yeah. I'm still working on the. Well, I think I I think I finally fin finished my Tales of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles run of the original of the Mirage books. You finished it? Yeah, I think there's only like 15 issues, but yeah. Of which one? Tales of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, Tales. Okay, gotcha. I already. My, I have complete runs of the original Turtles Mirage run. A collected edition. No, in singles. And Number I have, one, two? Have, yeah. I, I mean, it's like third printing or something. That's still... I, I would settle for a third or fifth printing right now just to complete my run. Yeah. And then... I have the full run of the second volume, Mirage. But I don't have the I don't have a full run of the image one. I don't have a full run of Archie. But I have the important ones that I care about. <laughs> so volume one, I need like one let's see. I need one, two, and four, and then I have a lot of it yeah. all the way through. I'm missing a couple in the 40s, like uh, 42, 43, 46. I'm missing issue 50. I, I am missing some issues in the 50s, but other than that, it's it's complete. And then volume two, I have a lot of the early stuff, but I'm missing some around eight through 12. Volume three is, is that image. I have one, two, three, 
Actually, it, volume two, I'm missing a lot of. I'm missing issue nine of the image run. I forgot about that one. Yeah, image run, I don't have a lot of. And 17 and 18, and then the upper 20s. So, yeah, I'm still still a ways away, but the image ones are expensive. Um, and then the the fourth fourth volume I have a complete run of I have which I'm one glad of, because those are really expensive <laughs> I have all seven of those no is that the, the one, dream wave no the mirage one the second mirage one uh that's not the fourth run is it I have the fourth volume is dream wave it looks like the fourth one because it's 84 93 96 2001 and 2003. Are you sure it's not called Ninja Turtles or something else? No, it's called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. TMNT, I guess. That's pro that's why it's different. Yeah. Let me see. That one I'm probably missing a lot of. TMNT. Uh what is it's just TMNT what? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Volume four. Uh, oh, yeah, this one I only have issue two, issue four, issue six. Well, all the even ones. Every other issue. No, I'm missing a lot of that series. <clears throat> issue 13 I have. That's the Michael Dooney drawn uh, Ninja Turtles, right? Yeah, that was the one where the final issues were only available on... Peter Laird's website, or Mirage website, I guess it was. Yeah, this th that run is expensive for sure. Let's see what I got next. Barb, I know she was looking. You know how we said she can't get on the bench? and She got on the bench. She gets on the bench when she gets on the bench. And then she was looking over the next-door neighbors, so maybe they did get a dog. Yeah, well, we saw that the one day where he was walking a dog to the back, so maybe... Talking about your neighbor? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, that one is... I don't have as a different volume because it's that one has 32 issues too. That that's going to mm -hmm. be tough for me to get. And those are the ones that are like issues 31 and 32 were those mail order shit. Yep. Right. I mean, yeah, they're the ones you get on, to get on the website, order from the website. That's the, uh, the Kirk, uh, <laughs> kind of comics where he'd yeah. send away. Yeah, that was the one where you you sent away from, and they, but there's sketch copies. Yeah, I was listening on my walk today to Kirk and uh, Joe. They were they did. Uh, Joe has that podcast with the son, but sometimes Kirk comes on. Mm -hmm. There she is, Barb. Look, see, she 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 does what she does when she wants to. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about Harley. Yeah. Sometimes she acts like she won't jump on the bench, and then sometimes she doesn't give a shit, or like she just does it. 
Because she's getting older, but she does what she does when she wants to do it. Like when she's motivated, but when she doesn't, it looks like she can't. There's a dog next door. Now she's a little interested, see? Now she's feeling young again. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that little... Uh, yeah, that's a tough run to get. I, I've kind of given up on that run. I mean, sometimes Aaron Myers will have one for sale. And uh, I'll pick up some of the Ninja Turtles from this run, but... He he hardly ever has this yeah, this it's a, run. Yeah, it's a really tough one to get. He's mostly got you know volume one stuff. I guess I do. I am working on the the second tales of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles run. So that, that's the only active one I'm working on now. Which there's 70 issues of it, so. I got a ways to go. Yeah. Book of Slaughter is that a a new thing? I don't. I assume so. I don't get those so. Well, which one? The trade? Uh, I don't think Book of Slaughter is a trade. Oh, it's, it's nine ninety nine, sixty four pages. A big one, yeah. I'm trying to decipher. In the very first one shot special, huh? I think it is, but it also has a sizable guidebook. I might have to a... get that. Probably got a story, and then the rest of it is guidebook. Wasn't planning on it, but because I'm in in that universe, I probably should get it. <clears throat> wow, I'm buying a lot of boom. That's what I've discovered. <laughs> it seems like it. Yeah, there's. I think the only line I'm not getting is. Uh... Some of the children's stuff. I'm even going to buy this Firefly one shot. All new Firefly big damn finale. I don't get the Vampire Slayer. I do buy Magic still. Alright. Dark Horse has a new Star Wars book called The Nameless Terror. Yeah, I was thinking about in that. In the High Republic. Yeah. I didn't know they were still publishing the, any Star Wars stuff. Well, they got the license back from IDW. IDW had stuff, and then they lost it, and Dark Horse got it back. I thought Marvel had it. Marvel has the non-kids lines. These are the kids lines. Oh, this is the kids? Okay. Yeah. I, I don't want to say kids. I'll say all ages. All ages, yeah. Yeah. Or, I mean, all, all Star Wars stuff is all ages, though. This well, is not just... really. There's levels of violence in the other books that yeah, this is this, this is more have. skewed, yeah, for the younger. Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna get this. I probably will. 
I usually get the number ones of Star Wars for some reason. I'm going to get It's Only Teenage Wasteland because that's a good Who song. <laughs> By Chris Pyres oh. and Jacoby Salicito. Yeah, this is like a Ferris Bueller that gets out of hand, it sounds like. Yeah. His parents, His parents go, go to town. All hell breaks loose. There's the Legend of Arthur Arkwright hardcover. I don't know much about that one. Yeah, I think I don't even know. I might have something of from that somewhere. But... It says acclaimed by Alan Moore, Neil Gaiman, and Michael Moorcock. It's been published a lot of times. The latest printing of it. I've never read it. Me either. And the new Gru! Yeah, and then there's Maybe. Assassin's Apprentice. I'm getting Gru for sure. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Gru. I yeah, don't Assassin's think I'm going to have Assassin's Apprentice. I know nothing about Whatever that's based on. Is it a book? It looks like a book. Yeah, it's a book. Yeah, Gru, I'm I'm all in on Gru now. I think I'm getting this Lionide Vampire Christmas for Crows one shot. Yeah, it I was looks cool. tempted, tempted by that. And I read the premise of it, and I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. I'll try it. It's Haunting Christmas Carol. The Night of the Ghoul. I'm getting that. Even though I've read it already. I'm tempted by this Elephant Man. This is the uh, collection that Elephant Man went over to uh, Amazon and Comixology, and this is that version of it. That was it. the first. I'm waiting for a hardcover, if there will ever be one. I haven't read a lot of Elephant Man, but the Elephant Man that I have read, I have enjoyed. Yeah, I was... I gotta look back. I gotta look and see because I have some of the hardcovers, like the original hardcovers, but I don't know if they did any beyond the original hardcovers. Mm-hmm. But I kind of want. I would like to get this in hardcover if it ever comes. Then, what do I got next? Let me look. Uh, I'm buying a lot of Dark Horse again. For a while there, it was looking uh, like four or five books, and now it's a lot. Gone up again. There's a lot of number twos. Yeah. Getting to one of my favorite publishers once you're done with Dark Horse. I did notice that uh, they're publishing Breather's trade paperback. Yeah, but it might not go through because the guy died. 
He did? Yeah, Drew Ford passed away from COVID. Oh, no, I was talking about... Oh, Drew... He did? I, don't, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, just uh, two weeks ago. I Maybe wonder if... a week and a week ago. That's that's terrible. Yeah, he was found in his car. Um, and his wife, his wife doesn't speak very good English. Like he, he was asking for money one time so they wouldn't deport her. I remember that. Because yeah. His Kickstarter, but uh, he uh, he was found in his car. It sounds like the medics revived him, but when they took him to the hospital, he was brain dead. Oh, that's horrible. So that's he like, was, he's gone. COVID caused pneumonia. Yeah. So I, I think that it's alive. Oh. It, he, I, I think he was the making that happen. And, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, that might I don't, be gone. I, I think it's alive is like, I probably won't order any. It's alive this month. Cause I don't think I already know they're behind. <laughs> and yeah. I, I just don't think with his death that somebody's going to pick up the ball and run with it. And if they do it, it might change to the top, you know, the publisher. Yeah. Well, for this one, it's interesting because dark horse is doing the trade instead of it's alive. It's, it's alive. It, I mean, the singles. The, but trades are, it's whether or not they have the material to print or not. And then the question gets complicated is like, who are they paying? Like, I don't know what agreement they had with them or how all that was working out, but. but Breather's already, I have, I have a trade of it already because Justin Madison self-published it originally, I think. Yeah. His art looks so much like Jeff Lemire to me. Yeah, it is very Lemire inspired. It's crazy how. I can look at an issue of breathers and I'm like, that's Jeff Lemire. Yeah. The only the only difference is sometimes is the subtlety in the eyes, because of the way Jeff Lemire draws eyes and that guy does. They're close, but yeah, a little different. Lemire does a lot more shadow in the eyes, like circles around. Well, that's sad about Drew Ford. Yeah, that's unfortunate for sure. That guy yeah. is a very interesting cat. I mean, uh, especially if you read some of the stuff that came out of his death, because um, one of the guys that that uh, is doing the John Sable, Mike Grell Kickstarter had given Drew Ford several f payments of money and uh, he said that he did pay him back uh, eventually on some of the stuff. Um, but he was like reminiscing about him. And one thing he, he spoke highly of is he said, yeah, he had issues with fulfillment and doing stuff. But he, he said he was so passionate about the, you know, the original source material that that he was republishing. That he loved that stuff. So he, you know, he was trying to get it out there and republish it, and so it's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. he's only 48. Yeah, he look. He doesn't even look like the same man if you see like pictures of him. Yeah, I saw. When him. he's not, and then when he's on the respirator, he he doesn't even look remotely the same. 
but I, I think this guy lived in absolute poverty. Um, he was always in debt and he was, it, I mean, it would be fascinating to see somebody write about his life, but he, he seemed like he had a rough one for yeah. sure. So uh, if we go to Dynamite, uh, Disney gave Dynamite some of their licenses, and one of them is the Gargoyles. And, uh, I know. Gargoyles, Gargoyles is one. back. Yeah. And I'm getting it, and I'm – guess which cover I'm getting. The Perillo? Yes. There's there's quite a few good ones though. There are. Um, there are. The main I mean the main cover is really nice too. I'm gonna get Perillo because like that's just like my go-to. Yeah. But this uh, Leslie Lee, God, that one looks really nice. Yeah, that one's good. I like the Jay Lee one a lot too. And you know how I like the female characters, so I really. Like that cover. You do. You find female. You find females sexually attractive. I do. <laughs> That's a strange quirk you have. <laughs> I t- always tell Barb if I was a female, I would be a lesbian. I guarantee it. Well, you can't. You don't know though, for sure. I'm pretty sure. If you're female, though, you would have different hormones in your body. Uh, yeah, brain. I would, but I, I just like the female part so much better. Sure, you say that now. But if you're a girl, you'd be crazy for the dick. <laughs> <laughs> As we know, all, all women are. Yeah. That's what I've heard. <laughs> crazy for the dick. <laughs> So you're you're a Gargoyles fan. Do you have any of the original Marvel series with Amanda uh, Connor and Palmiotti? I, I have a probably, couple. Probably not. But I bought I bought them way late. So yeah, I don't. I mean, I I probably have some. Oh, I got more than I thought. Yeah, I got a bunch. <laughs> ah, there you go. I think that's one where anytime I saw it in the cheap bins i would grab i would have, i grabbed it that's some uh, early amanda connor stuff i actually have the first two issues there you go, there you go. i got some of the slave labor ones too oh there was something is that after marvel or is that before i think it was after i really don't know i don't remember yeah i used to like the animated show I never saw it. I'm buying it because it's dynamite. I just there's something about this company that I just am I'm so attracted to. It, their their comics are like I I like them because of this. I don't know. I I find them simple. Like I don't I don't need to really concentrate on, and I can get entertained like a B film. 
Yeah, they're, they're I, I, I very well told too. I mean, yeah, they, well, they have good writers. I mean, they yeah. they don't mess around on the. And they got some great artists as well. I mean, Jonathan Lau. Yeah. Get it. Oh, they've gotten way better over the the. I mean, the last yeah, two recently, years, they yeah. they gotten really good on the interiors too. And the writers, for sure, man. Yeah. Red Sonia, Hell Sonia. I'm I'm definitely getting that, and guess the Perilla cover would be the. The right choice. Yeah, I got to decide on that one. I mean, I'm sure I'll get to decide which cover I want to get. I'll probably just get whichever's the cheapest. There's a Jennifer Blood presents Julieta Romeo hit woman one shot. I'll be getting that. Is that I like, like the Jennifer 40 pages Blood. Van Lente. Julieta Romeo. Hmm, I may put out, have to note, make a note on that one Possible, as a possibility. Savage Tales, I definitely like these one-shots. And uh, we've got the winner one-shot. What was it? Oh, yeah, I'm going to get that. Mostly That's because a... there's two David Avalon Avalone stories in it. A John Carter and a... What was the other one? Captain Gulliver. Isn't he part of that? Isn't Captain Gulliver part of the uh, Warlord of Mars? Yeah, it does say World of Mars, so yeah. yeah. It's that universe. Forget I him. do. I I do love some John Carter. Um, matter of fact, that's my favorite movie that failed. John Carter, Warlord of Mars. I love that movie. Yeah, that's a good movie. And I do love. I love me some David Avalon. Oh, he did that uh, Elvira, um, where she's going to Psycho and going to Friday yeah. the Thirteenth. Yeah, he's yeah. good. And he does. The amazing Count Crawley. Yeah, and let's not forget he's Polka Dot Man. He is Polka Dot Man. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just going to get the cover A because it's pretty awesome. Me too. Same, same there. I love that cover. That is so pulpy looking. It is. Looks amazing. Looks like an old magazine. Um, Lord of the Jungle. I uh, I love me some Tarzan. I always struggle with the covers, but I think I'm sticking with cover A with the Philip Tan on that one. Mm -hmm. Cherish number two. Uh, going with the Brett Booth cover for sure. Mm -hmm. Vampirella versus Red Sonia. Uh, Perillo. Perillo wins all the time. <laughs> uh, Peter Cannon Thunderbolt going with the Jonathan Lau cover because there's only a Jonathan Lau cover. But <laughs> I like Jonathan Lau and he's doing the interiors. Apparently Peter Cannon... Is not the draw of a of the others. He the covers. Think, yeah, only ranks one cover. Well, I don't think dudes sell on the cover. Um, I think females definitely 
yes. cell covers. Vampirella year one. Peril oh my god, that Perilla one. That's that's one of the Holy Perilla covers. Shit. <laughs> that's one of the covers ah. I might be buying just for the cover. <laughs> ah god, I gotta remember this. I gotta place my order. I cannot accidentally hit cover A. I got to uh... Holy mother of pearl. Yeah, that's... I love the negative space on that too. That is amazing. Uh, the white, yeah, it's it's a oh, woman coming god. out of the water. And the water's just all white. So well, like, I don't normally get two covers on Vampirella Year One, but I'm gonna do it here because there's a Gilliam March too. And uh, I don't, I don't usually get number six of a series that I'm not collecting, but oh. I have, <laughs> for that, I'm just getting it solely for the art, the art, a piece of art. Oh, it's so sexy. That's one. There's another Perillo cover coming up that I'm, I'm also thinking about getting. <laughs> uh, so there's a, quite a few trades here. Uh, da, 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 da. A lot of uh, special covers they don't normally sell. Day, 007, I usually just go with cover A unless there's something amazing. Yeah, there's a lot of exclusive type covers in here. I'm even buying this Garbage Pail Kids stuff. Uh, I'm all in on this Dynamite. I don't think there's anything I'm getting, not getting, except for, like, Ash. Um, Immortal Red Sonia. Let's see here. Wow, Drew Moss has a cover. Nice. Let's see which cover. I might go with the Drew Moss on that one. I like the line work on it, for sure. Yeah, I mean, that's good. The listener's a good cover, but it looks the same as all of his covers. I don't know why. Maybe I need to read more to Cry for Dawn, but I just never, I've never gone to his art. Like, I like it. I'm a fan. I'm a fan from back in the day, back when he was bringing out the Cry for Dawn, the early. Crawford on yeah. and stuff, or the early uh, what the hell was it called? Don. No, before that, Crawford Don was the publisher, right? What was no, the I thought he. I thought there was a series was the called series? Cry for Don. Yeah, it could be. Because she always had a tear on the art, right? I think it was oh, Cry gosh. for Don. How am I blanking on this? I know how I'm blanking. It's because I'm so old. Oh, I love this stuff. But I don't know what the title is. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I just can't remember the title. And I don't even know that it's Cry for Dawn. Ran when from was 1989 that? Yeah, that was to 1992. Yeah, it was Cry for Dawn. Back then. That is a nice uh, fucking cover one for sure. Jesus. Was there only one issue of this and just a bunch of second prints or what? Of Cry for Dawn? appearance of Dawn. No, the Cry Dawn was a... Uh, Maybe I need this book. Nine at issues? Least the, at least the first appearance I, I should have. I wonder if I have them all. Now I look at my database. Cry for Dawn. Yeah, nine issues. Oh, I'm missing one issue. Son of a bitch. <laughs> How could that be? 
I don't think that's true. I think my database is incorrect. Why would I miss number three if I was getting it when I was coming out? Wonder if that one's on my comic shop for a hundred or less. Cry for Dawn. Let's see. Seven and stock. Ooh, four hundred dollars CGC. Ah. Uh, is there one where they just have the CGC versions? Yeah. I hate that. That's what, the that's the one thing I don't edition. like about CGCs. Or one of the things I don't like about CGCs is it. All these fuckers that pay all that extra money to send it and imprison a comic book drives me fucking nuts! Ah! Well, I just hate it because every time they do that, it reduces the supply yeah. of raws. This... It makes it harder well, for me to get issues. Ninjets, I, I always go with cover A, but I always think it's the best. Candy, Vigilantes. I think I've just been going with cover A on those. Yeah, I'm actually getting that. I decided to get that in single issues. The Unbreakable Red Sonya's got a Perilla cover. Ugh. Is that the one I'm getting? That might be the one. Let me... That's that ass shot. Oh my god. Yeah, I might be getting that. That's the other one that I'm tempted by. Look at the axe detail, too. Oh my god. Such a great ass cover. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, look at, it's so look cool. Look at the looking. interiors for number one, though. The interiors look great. Giuliani Valenta. Who's the artist? They do look good. That, that I like it a lot. I look like at it. it. They, yeah, what? I, like I hope you. I hope you bought number one. Me too. For that, so we can cover it. I'm sure I, I always get Red Dawn number ones. Red Dawn. Now you don't even know what. Now you're fucking. <laughs> I don't know what her name Red is. Who's that? Cry for Dawn. Her name. I, I like the lizard <laughs> stuff, and now I got Red Dawn. That's a fucking like movie. <laughs> it is a movie with starring Red Sonia. Look at that cover C. That is interesting. Let me find it. Oh yeah, I did like Just that one. The Matt Tony. I don't know. There's something really appealing about that cover. It looks. Well, like that kid a mad... is that that one it... kid? Well, they... no, that's not what's her name. That's not a. Oh, is it a different kid? Yeah, that's not what is her name? Red uh Still Stilla? That's not her. Yeah, it doesn't say who, who God, that's just a new travel. I, I swear, there's a lot of great covers, but these dynamite covers are fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. Vampirella Mine Warp. Ooh, there's a good one there. I like the cover C on that one. That looks amazing. If Amparella strikes, I just get the Perillo. But there are a lot of good ones on there. There's a Jonathan Lau that looks badass. 
I like Jonathan Lau's because he always has something that is not just a portrait, you know? Yeah, dynamic. Yeah. Yeah, that was a cool cover. Maniac of New York is back. Don't call it a comeback. From Aftershock. Mm-hmm. This is just a one-shot or no, a new arc. So this is number one. Hey, your Ray Fox is doing a one-shot. 48-pager. Yeah, I'm going to get that. I'm going to get it because I'm usually all in here, but the premise seems pretty good. It's a dude getting it on with a girl on the cover, but it's a horror story, so... Yeah, well, so party that the has last... no way of ending. Yeah, the last thing grief-stricken introvert Michalina wants to do her friends drag her out for the night and end up trapping her in a hellish curse, a party that never ends with no way to escape, not even dying. That's a cool, high concept. And that's actually one that I could see a movie company picking up. Sure. There's a cool, like, trapped in the house kind of story. Easy to film. Yeah, I like stories like that. A bunch of people stuck at a party and they can't figure out how to get out of it. And it, it turns dark. I'm all in still on all these others, so... There's I don't nothing know that now. I have any others. Did you get that wrestling one shot from Aftershock? I forget what it was called. Sure I did. It's oversized. You would know it. It doesn't fit into a box. I I haven't physically gotten it yet, if that's what you're asking. Mm. But I probably ordered it. Go to Titan Comics. There's a new Blade Runner 2039. Yep. I'll get number one. I like that book. Blade yeah, Runner? Gun, Honey, Blood for Blood trade paperback. So this yeah. is collecting that series. Definitely getting that. Dude, Very excited to read that. Collects issues one through four. Does it have anything else in it? Doesn't say anything else. I'm going to try for this uh, Gun Honey Blood for Blood Virgin cosplay pack and see if I get one of the 1500 copies. Those are just gorgeous. Oh, just uh, did you get any of those covers or no? I know I have issue one of her in, coming out of the bathtub. That's a nice one. But I like them all. They're all gorgeous. Anything else from Titan that you're getting? I don't think so. The Three Ghosts of Tesla. That's one of Static Press. It's like Tesla in World War Two. The artwork looks really nice in that one. Yeah. 
Uh, I think that's it for me. And then a blaze. Family time number one. Yeah, it's a possible. Seven sons I haven't read yet. Already mentioned that up as the writer of Seven Sons. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to see. It seems like it's all ages. Oh, yeah, it is all ages. Fan all ages fantasy. About vacationing in Ireland when they encounter an old man who transports them a thousand years back in time. Could be good. Yeah, I think I might preview that one before I decide if I'm going to get it. See what the yeah, interiors look idea. like. Yeah, cause it look, could be. I like the Jay Lee cover. I think that looks amazing, with the little girl riding the wolf. Yeah, it looks like if the if the interior art is, you can see the the cover by the artist, and it's more like anime kind of style. Yeah, I want I want to see what it looks like though. I'm gonna make a decision. Just looking at a couple pages, but right now I'm just. Oh no, there are pages here. Oh yeah, they, so they do show it. them. Yeah, they do show them. I'm on the fence with this one. I'm not sure. Yeah, I might. I might get it. They have it 50% off at DCBS, so I might get it just to check it out. The rest are just regular issues. collections Frank Miller has Pandora coming out and that's it Emma Kubert is the artist on it it's a three-part series yeah it's all ages I'll be getting that I'm all in on the Frank Miller stuff I'm very curious okay I have to decide I'll probably get it but then I gotta decide if I want to get because I think it's only three issues. Yeah. Well, maybe you ought to read the Emma Kubert series to see if you like it. Her art. I do like her art. Well, then go for it. Quit bitching. Just jump. <laughs> Just Get it. it. Just do it. Who wrote it? Anthony Marunville. Look at that. Femme Force is almost at issue 200. Action Lab decided to make most of their series like volume twos, so they resolicited them as number ones, which is interesting. Oh, instead of oh yeah, okay. it used to be number six, now they made it number one. Yeah. So they've realized that that's a better model. I'm losing track of what I'm getting in Action Lab. I gotta. <laughs> Because I'll end up getting a issue two, and I didn't get one, and I gotta yeah. really pay attention to what figure I'm getting. Out. Yeah, figure out which of the ones are. I don't have that problem with the Hoy. I just get them. There's a Silent Night, Deadly Night, American mythology. Yep, they like to. 
They like their 80s horror movies. Yeah. The first ever Zorro holiday comic. Zorro's Feliz yeah. Navidad special. <laughs> you bet I'm on this. Yes. Yeah, I'm getting that one. Heck yeah. And I'm also is. getting Fright Night. Because I just... Fright Night's my shit. Mm-hmm. I love it. But I think this is one that's becoming very delinquent. Like, this is already issue five. And what I have in hand... Yeah, what are they? Yeah, slipping on that one. Either that or I'm slipping. It's possible. Or you forgot to order them. I ordered one and I did read that one. Let's see. Number two, I don't have. Did I not order it? Number three. Yeah, I don't have covers, so I don't know what's happening. I gotta go into order history and type Fright Night. Fright, God, I love Fright Night. Yeah, number two, none of these have come out. I have two, three, four ordered, and only one has come out, and I have read it. So, we'll see. I'm gonna keep going with it because yeah. I don't want to <clears throat> miss it. Until they start canceling on you. And then, of course, I'm getting the Three Stooges number one from 1949. Yeah. With the classic cover. I agree. I like the I like the drawn cover. I like them more than the photo covers. Yeah, I'll be getting that. Get to. I'm excited Antarctic. for that. Arctic. I love it when they, I love that they republish these issues that I wouldn't be able to afford otherwise or get a good copy of. Yeah, he, um, I didn't buy them, but if they're still there, I'll consider them if I, he had two, uh, Dell Three Stooges comics. Oh, at the flea market? At the, no, at the comic shop. Oh, okay. He had bought some funny books and. He how much like, were they? Like, how much? Do you know how much those go he for? He hadn't he hadn't priced them yet. The way he prices them mm. is he writes on the sticker what the main like the mint price is, and then what he what his graded price is. And uh, he hadn't graded them yet. I, I said, "Man, you're crazy," because he was looking up he was looking up the numbers like because on the Dell you don't know what number it is. You have to open the inside cover. So he was trying. He was writing on one sticker what the number is, and I was like, "You should, you should just price it. You're already in Overstreet." And now he's gonna. He makes do the dual work for himself. I don't know why he does that. <laughs> so he goes through it twice. Once to figure out what the number is, and then the next time to grade it. I would yeah. just do it all the, at one shot. Just do it at once. Yeah. Those aren't too bad in pricing prices, actually, depending upon what number it is, I guess. Antarctic I enjoy a lot, but I'm I'm getting all the usual. I'm very happy yeah, with too. what I'm getting. Still getting Gravedigger. I'm I'm thinking of sticking around until 300. Gold Digger. Mm-hmm. You said Gravedigger, which is a different comic. Oh, I miss miss said 
Yeah, you're turning into I like, a... I like Gravedigger way better than Gold Digger. <laughs> Gravedigger was good. I like Gravedigger a lot. And we got a Happy Horror Days from Archie. The one thing I will say is that Jungle Comics is getting the Primal series, which is fantastic. Because I've gotten oh, yeah, it from even, the Kickstarter. I didn't even look at the, at the contents of these. I just order them. And Primal's amazing. I just don't know what they're going to do because... There's some nastiness in Primal, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they're gonna draw. Like, how they're gonna they get gonna around draw? it? Yeah. I wonder if they redrew those panels. No, maybe they'll draw clothing like they do on a cover. I don't know. It'll yeah. be interesting. Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Just put some clothes on those people. Archie's still putting out a bunch of one shots. Happy horror days. Yeah, I like it when the Antarctic books pick up the kickstarters yeah primal's extremely good like it's it's one of the jungle comics that sort of kicked off my love for kickstarters and jungle girls but Mm -hmm. uh i like jungle i like all these anthologies i i i enjoy an antarctic anthology a hundred percent more than I do an image anthology. That's just me. Okay, I can't speak for everyone, but I just I follow the storylines. I remember the storylines, and yeah, sometimes they're not all like as sophisticated as an image title. But I, the fact that I remember them, I enjoy it more. Oh man, there's gonna be a Herbie comic and exciting comics oh wow herbie yeah. meets fat man <laughs> and did you see horror comics it's part one of six. Oh yeah that could be that good. one's the wake of a zombie, zombie apocalypse yeah, zombie comic i hope it's black and white let's see yeah i wonder oh it says full color they do like amazing black and white in that horror book sometimes it's yeah, they do. like that Alice in Wonderland one and the Dracula. Oh my God. Oh, that, that, uh, vampire one. Oh yeah. The Western Dracula. It was amazing. So yeah, happy I kinda, horror I days like it when they do like full issue stories. I like it too, but I like the anthology too. Yeah. Like I- I like so I, I don't usually, I'm not usually disappointed. And I usually remember, I remember where I left off. Like even when we talked about exciting comics, I remember where we were. Yeah. Where I go to image, that image anthology and God, I can't fucking remember. With the exception <laughs> of like the Jeff John story and the one black and white at the end. I don't yeah. remember anything. Um. This one had a I, I did you get image number 5? No, or, not yet. It has a hack slash. Ooh. And a dutch. Is hack slash like going to be in multiple issues or is it just like a one? It's uh multiple shot? issues. Ooh, exciting. And get, it's a hack slash versus image. And let me oh. just uh, I'm I'm going to throw this out at you, but there's a super patriot. Ooh. Ooh. That. that was worth the cost of admission right yeah, there. That. Yeah. Oh, 
And there, uh, if you're into Wildstorm, there's a Dutch story too. So like, if you were into like okay. Team Seven and all that other stuff, and you knew who Dutch was, there's a Dutch. Our Avatar sales. I'd highly recommend Alan Moore's Necronomicon if you haven't read it. It's my favorite Alan Moore work. <laughs> wow. I love that book. I love Necronomicon. Yeah, that's good. Collecting the Courtyard and Necronomicon. This is just republishing, right? Mm-hmm. Or resoliciting. Yeah, yeah they don't really have publish that. anything anymore. Do I have that on my shelf? I don't. Uh, I wonder where I put it. <laughs> it's probably up in my closet. That's true. Well, yeah, that's true. And they have the usual... AWA, no new issues. Except New Think has a trade paperback if you liked it. You mean, oh, number ones, you mean? Yeah. I'm not sure about New Think. I haven't read was it just, yet. It's just a bunch of one-shots, basically. There's nothing wrong with that. No. If I don't know like if I it. want the collection, though. I should have got this, the individual issues. I do have many copies of New Think number one. Really? Because DCBS keeps sending them to me. They don't... They did that with... Um... Two of the other series, but I I don't think I have multiple new think. Oh, you didn't get I I got new things. <clears throat> I have and, multiple hit hit woman or whatever that one is hit. And that and I have the jo the Joneses or Jones. Yeah, the Joneses, but I don't have multiple new think. Oh, you don't? Yeah, I do. I have multiple new things. Hopefully, they become very valuable. Everyone should seek them out. <laughs> So you get stuff from this Bad Kids Press. I don't. Uh, I'll probably uh, get, they got a wrestling one, which is weird looking. I don't really understand it. I don't know if they're robots or what they are. But they're wrestlers, so I'll get it just because it's a wrestling comic. I get Frankenrocker. And I'll probably get the Kate, Katie Black Dragon. You know what? I think I'm going to get that Katie Black Dragon. That sounds interesting. She's a divorced housewife from Jersey who spent her life savings on cybernetic enhancements. Now she works for an inexperienced mercenary taking on dangerous missions to pay off her debts. That sounds right up my alley. <clears throat> yeah, that's pretty cool. Nowhere, man. Nowhere, man. Johnny blues it. Richard is trapped in a spirit world called the Dreamtime, a surreal landscape of the subconsciousness where dreams are real. I don't know if I'll get that one. Introspective literature. Oh, that's right up your alley. <laughs> <laughs> where do you see that? Oh, I see it in the same solicit. So straddling the field. You know how much I love that, right? Perspective literature. Yeah. There you go. That I love that stuff. You know. One of ten. Did I tell you Ambitious. I actually 
didn't make it through a movie, and this is somebody who made it through Antichrist. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> I could not finish Mandy. I could not. Oh, Mandy? I liked the first half of the movie, and then it went off the rails for me entirely. I hated it. I don't remember if I saw that or not. I don't remember if I saw it or if I just know about it. I'll have oh to look my up God. the description. It's Nicholas it. Cage. It's about a cult, but it sounds it's it's like a grounded cult initially, and then it just goes. It's a supernatural thing, and I oh God, I hated it. Even Barb oh. walked into the room and said, "I love Nicholas Cage, but what the fuck are you watching?" <laughs> yeah, that does not sound familiar. So I don't think I. Ended oh up God, it. I had I hadn't stopped the movie ever in years and i've i've watched some bad movies and i've come away with a smile on my face i could not do this wow i mean I, the it pictures is, it, make it seem like it's just going to be non-stop action uh you you could go you could go watch it please do um <laughs> don't let me discourage you you might like it you went through antichrist so <laughs> i was young though i was young when i watched antichrist I'm old now. This one has a pretentiousness to it, but it's not. It's like if someone pretentious made a B film, that's to me like you're mixing two things that don't. Shouldn't be mixed. Shouldn't be mixed. <laughs> yeah, you're either one or the other. Don't. Oh, Jesus Christ. <sighs> I'll probably try it. You should. I, I highly recommend you try it. Because maybe you'll come back and say, you know what, Mike, you're wrong, and good, good on you. I'll say, but, uh, Mike, the last ten minutes are so great, you have to watch it. I. <laughs> what's it? What's on Tubi? There you go. I can watch it. That's where I was watching it. That's where I was watching it. Okay, I'll try it out. Black Mask just continues on with Gangster Ass Barista Buddies. by Pat uh, Shand. You missed the uh, binge books. Oh, they only have one. Oh book. yeah, did I? Super miss Suckers it? number four. Where is it? Two eighty-five. Yeah, I'm getting Super Suckers. Yes, yeah, so make sure you don't miss it, people. Yeah, it's three ninety-nine for like sixty-four pages. Yeah. Sixty-eight. You'd be 68 crazy. Pages. Crazy, and this is like adult Archie. So if you like. That kind of stuff. The artist is Jeff Schultz. He's a he's an Archie artist. You, you get you know what you're getting. You should be buying that book. Yeah, all all, all their books are 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 good. And the uh, Black Caravan, I'm all in on. I just wish they would advertise in Scout because they're Scout. El Torres is yeah. doing Phantasmagoria. Yeah, I'm excited that he's actually. And uh, just mentioned that Behemoth is by our friends Chris Kapiniak and J.K. Woodward. Yeah. Black Box has Dream Masters. I'm getting that. Emo Girl I'm still getting. They have some big-ass ads in here for Emo Girl. That's really good. Um... The art is amazing in Emo Girl. It's sort of like a monster hunter. Okay. Kind of like a hex slash. Yep. 
Grits and Gears from Blood Moon. Yeah, Steampunk. Or which one? Oh, there's the Steampunk in the Old West. Yeah. I'm a, I, I'm a question mark on this one. Who, who's the publisher? Uh, this is Blood Moon, the ones that do Sulphur Wells and oh, okay. uh, Endangered. Titan question Mouse of Might. That's Gary Shipman. I don't know that name. Am I supposed to? No, he did Packin's Land back in the day. I don't know what that is. I have a couple issues of it. I'm not going to get it. I don't really care about the mouse. <laughs> Super You hate mouse. mice and you hate ninjas and you hate samurai. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> don't get you a book about samurai. I don't hate ninjas. Just samurai. So you don't like Usagi Yojimbo. He's a samurai, isn't he? He is. You know, I'm not... I feel bad saying that I'm not huge. I don't know. I like the some Usagi a lot, but some of it I don't like. You like the Usagi that's in Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yes, I like the crossovers. <laughs> I like the crossovers. I did watch the first episode of the Netflix show. Was it good? It was good, but it's for a younger audience. Mm. So I won't continue with it. I just wanted to check it out. But I do have mad respect for Stan Sakai. Yeah. I will say that. Another He's another uh, creator who has stuck with his property for forever. Yeah. I love that. That just seems to me like if if I had that if I was artistically talented, that would have been an awesome way to spend my life. Just putting out the series that I love for thirty Ever. years. Yeah. yeah. Broadsword has a new tarot, which of the black rose, which Bill and I are both getting. Yeah. Yeah. Jim Ballant. I'm in all in but not all in i'm all in on the regular covers yeah 399 <laughs> his work he stuck to 299 for a long time he was doing the spawn thing yeah he did and he as long as he could yeah, yeah he had to go i would love to understand his publishing stuff like how much he if he's doing well because he's gone far he's in 137 and i think i think his advantage is the advantage that I think like probably Eric Larson has as well, where they have a stable base of people who get every issue and that's yeah. enough to, those numbers are enough to continue. You know what I mean? Well, I think he's like Polito and the fact that he could go to a con too and sell a lot at a convention. Yeah. And they, I mean, they do do a and lot. And then he, he has all the cosplayers that dress like Raven Hex and Tarot. Yeah. Yeah, and they Which do a lot gorgeous. of limited edition covers and photo covers that yeah. they charge more for. And you know there's dudes who get everything. Yeah. Uh, and collect I all used, the covers. Used to be me. 
but uh, I can't do that anymore. But I think just having like the base of I don't know what, what the number is, but whatever number of people who get every single issue can just sustain you. Yeah, and I know he's got a huge female uh, base too that follow his stuff because yeah, the there's witch, a lot of female the witchcraft tarot, and the tarot, tarot stuff. Yeah. yeah, I know you can tell because every issue has like the witch of the month or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's been every issue for over a hundred issues. So. <laughs> Are you going to get this Brooding Muse magazine? Did you get the first one? Yeah, I did. I think I did. And if I didn't, I fucked up. I have to decide. I may get it until the first issue comes and I can read it and see if I want to continue with it or drop it. I save a little money on Coffin Comics because they only have specialty items this month. Hey, there you go. The Shy Omnibus, which is a, uh, that was a Kickstarter, but it says, please inquire on the price. Interesting. Let's see what the price is. I'm going to find it. Find. Omni. I can't find it. Maybe they're not soliciting it. Don't look like DCBS has it. Nope. Don't even bother asking, they said. <laughs> they're probably like, we're not. We're probably not going to be able to get, like, we're going to have to cancel orders, so why bother? Yeah. It's going to be a pain for us. Well, here's one that I'm getting from a new publisher because it's Steve Niles. Um, my bloody, my brother's blood machine from Evil Inc. What page is that? Uh, Three ten. Trying to see if I have anything before that. Are you getting that one? Uh, let's see. A new era of slasher horror is born. A teenage girl desperate to escape from an abusive home. An abominable secret waiting in the woods. Disturbing truth looming beneath the surface of this otherwise picturesque town. Oh, sounds interesting. This long-awaited series based on the Prize Fighter, Inferno's debut album of the same name. Is that a band? Apparently. What's up with these comics that are based on albums? It sounds like you're getting angry about it. Like, I am. fucking mix <laughs> my music and my comics, goddammit! Why are they mixing these music bands with my comic books? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Are you gonna getting it? 
Oh, I'm getting it. Steve Niles. Oh, yeah, I'm, Steve Niles. I, I do like... Uh, I, I support Steve Niles. I, I like him. I'm a, a fan. I'll probably get it. Some of his stuff is not as great as some of the other stuff, but I always support him. I the only thing I don't like about him is sometimes he's too decompressed for me. And oh, I don't think he's... I think he's happens. the opposite of decompressed. I think I he's disagree. he always does the stories in three issues and it should be six. He's the opposite to me. Maybe he he has he is too he has the polar extreme. Sometimes he's too decompressed. Sometimes he's too compressed. There's a new Santos sisters. Yeah, number three. And there's a couple of, there's the Crowbar 9, 80-page giant one-shot. Yeah, this is another Power Comics one, so I'm, I get all of those. This one collects the three issues. Yeah, I, th- I think I looked on DCBS. Including and I, yeah, the previously yeah, unpublished. unpublished number three. Yeah, so there's only two issues published back in the, what, what was that's it? That's awesome Ni- yeah, when the they 90s. grabbed that shit. That's cool. Yeah, that's, it's a... Uh, it's actually a YouTube channel, Power Comics, and they've been uh, approaching all these old creators and seeing, finding out if they have any additional stuff, and then, you know, getting a de- making a deal with them so they can publish it. So yeah, it's awesome that when they find a, cl- a creator who published a couple issues of their series and then it stopped, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I did the third issue, it just never got published." And it's like, "Oh shit." <laughs> Yeah, you watch a lot of YouTube then. I don't watch a lot of YouTube, but I do watch YouTube sometimes. But I haven't seen them talk about this series, but it looks awesome. I may buy this uh, Milo Minara's Pandora's Eyes. It looks cool. And um Yeah, I think that's new, isn't it? Like a new Manara series. Yeah, it's just one of those hard covers that is really small. Sixty four pages. Okay. Twenty five yeah. bucks. It's like the European IDW, they just won't show cover images for. But we got Dead Seas. That's one of the creator line stuff. Yeah, I'm going to get that. That's Ghosts on a Pirate Ship, I think. Yeah, that's going to be cool. Yeah, I'm into that. I like pirates and I like ghosts. Yeah. Earth Divers, I'm getting. I'm getting Kill Lock collection. Love me some Kill Lock. I don't get Killock. I get all the Star Trek stuff and the Ninja Turtles, though. Yeah, I get Turtles. I get those from the LCS, believe it or not. And I I am definitely going to keep getting this True Cult. I like that one a lot. I thought it was great. Yeah, it was. It's Alive. I have to figure out what I'm going to do. Like, I don't yeah, know if anybody's going to pick pick it up. I mean, but, uh, I gotta. I have to order Tangled River. I can't not. 
even though it's resolicit and well, I was getting Hauler, which is an odd-shaped book, and I was getting um, Strange Attractors and mm -hmm. Tangled River. Oh, I can't remember if I got Roach Mill number two. But like you said, I mean, why am I order? Why even bother? Yeah, because we haven't like he's only published. Issue two of Tangled River. Yeah. So we just gotta wait for it to get picked up by someone else. I don't even think we're gonna get the other ones. Like no, I, it's I it's good. It's, it. yeah. it's gotta be like somebody that knew Drew that picks it up, or he lets it go. Like no. Yeah, I'm assuming that. Or or Dark Horse or somebody that says, hey, you know what, this guy had some good stuff. Let's go ahead and keep it going. Well, I'm sure that the creators maintained the rights to it, so. I'm sure they could just take it and go to another publisher. But, yeah, it's a matter of if another publisher wants to pick them up. Tangled River, hopefully someone will pick it up. Strange Attractors probably won't get picked up because it was just reprinting. Holler, someone will probably pick up. Roachmill, I don't know because that's reprinting. Yeah. I think. Is that reprinting or is that, what was that new? I thought Roachmill existed. It it did, but I can't remember if this run was a new run. This might be new. I don't know if any. I don't know who would pick up Roach. Mad Dark Horse might pick up Roachmill. So we'll just have to wait and see. Oh, I I hope someone has to pick up Tangled River. That was so good. Maybe there's already an announcement made. I don't know. I gotta have to Google it. I don't know. It's pretty <clears> fresh. <throat> it just happened, so it's gonna take a little while. I haven't heard of someone passing from COVID in a while. There's still quite the deaths if you look at the totals, though. Yeah. I guess if it pro progresses to the point of pneumonia, then... Yeah. Pneumonia is... I know people die from a pneumonia all the time. It's a, <clears throat> it's a rough one. Especially un if it's untreated, then you're... Yeah, because your system's all falling apart. It, you just don't get the ox recover. any oxygen, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you let that go too long, then you, it's hard to recover from that. If your oxygen gets low enough. Well, the next one I'm getting is the Hylia of the Dark, number one. Page is that? Uh, it's Mad Cave 339. Do you have anything right. before that? Yeah, on 337, I might get West Coast Canuck from Lev Gleason. I don't ever buy them anymore because he never ships. So yeah. I, I usually he don't. He but... stockpiles my money, and then it gets resolicited. So <laughs> I, I just – I'm not doing him anymore. Just I, I like his material because he does, like, Silver Streak and, like – old yeah. properties stuff that I'm interested in, but yeah, I'm not going. Yeah, my, I mean, this is a spy, a Mountie, and a former superhero are stuck on a cross-country train ride. That sounds good. It does. I'm going to do it. And you're a Canadian, so there you go. It appeals to me, my Canadian side. I want to get this silver streak. I'm interested in that, but 
it's a publisher I don't have faith in. It, yeah. Like it's alive. It's alive usually. They resolicit everything. Resolicit everything, yeah. It's a shame. R.I.P. Drew Ford. Yeah. I like. He picked good. He was posting a lot of really good titles. But he was burning our asses books, on the Kickstarters. But, yeah. Yeah. I wish. I wish he had found a a better working model. I wish there were more people interested in that stuff. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, Dahlia in the Dark I'm going to get, I think. It's got fairies. You know, I love my fairies. You do. I'm big on fairies. Don't you do that online? You start off as a fairy and you undress? Isn't that one of your things? (laughs) My cosplay? Yeah. You have do. your little wings. And I haven't like, known to cosplay as Dolly in the Dark. That, that, I'll save that one for Heroes. <laughs> Dolly in the Dark cosplay. If I had infinite time, I would get into this comics review because I bought one just to sample it, and it, it's pretty awesome. But um, those are the comic strips that they Oh, reprint. the reprinting. Yeah. yeah, the classic comics. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I agree. Yeah. It's one of those things that's cool, but I never would get to read anyway, so. <clears throat> yeah, I would just stack up. Yeah. Like all the other And that's a healthy get. read. <laughs> that could take you a week to read. You know what I 128 mean? 128 pages? It's, Oof, yeah. It, that, it's a lot. Yeah, it's dense, too. Yeah. Yeah, that would be. And there's articles and stuff in it. and. So I'm still get from Oni. I, I believe it or not, I'm still getting uh, Pink Lemonade and Action Journalism. I'm getting Pink Lemonade. They sucker me into getting them because of the backups. Have you ever seen a movie called Deathgasm? And was it good? Um, no. Because they have a Deathgasm number one. They do have Deathgasm number one. Is it based on a movie? Yeah, it says it returns to the cult horror comedy for another blood-splattering good time. Maybe I did. Oh, I did see Deathgasm. Deathgasm has reformed and gone on tour to take every damn demon they can. But will the band survive the out-of-the-world terror of the Kalhora Food and Music Festival? Yeah, I saw that movie. That's where these dudes make black metal band and go to like this. That's right up your alley, then. Black metal is get invited it? to this con- big concert, and there's lots of death and killing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'll get it. I forgot I saw that movie. I'm still all in on this Opus stuff. I'm a I'm a fan. I'm only getting I'm getting Deathgasm and I'm getting Halloween number three. And I might get Monsters of Metal Krampus in concert. Cause Krampus in concert. Yeah. I like how their prices are six six six, man. We're gonna <laughs> go to hell by comics. buying this. Yeah. But probably like by buying these like 
forming some kind of giant pentagram around the United States and the de the devil's going to come up. Man, these PSR books, man, they just blow my fucking mind all the time. Like, I just, I want to go down that rabbit hole, but I don't. I, they just look amazing. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to appreciate that they're collecting stuff that no one else is collecting. And it's hard to, hard to get and not cheap to get. Hey, what is this Rangers of Freedom? Collect Rangers of Freedom one to three from nineteen forty one to nineteen forty two. Rangers of Freedom it. were Biff Barkley, Tex Russell, and Peter Cabot. Three young men who were recruited by the FBI because of their physical and mental fortitude made them the best specimens of American youth. And the thing that's interesting about these though is hundred and eighty four pages, but in the it's golden age material. So it would take forever to read that yeah because those are probably three issues but they're like thick issues right mm -hmm. the big ones so I'd be surprised if Kirk doesn't get this uh, commander battle in the atomic sub uh, he, he he does get a lot of these PS art books and they're oh, usually war themed yeah Right, because who else is collecting Commander Battle in the Atomic Sub yeah. 1 through 5? <laughs> right. The first five issues of the short-lived classic series. Commander Battle. I'm going to look that one up. Commander Battle. Yeah, Commander Battle in the Atomic Sub. American Comics Group. What do the prices look like on that? Mm, 20 bucks for a 1.8. Oh, that's a horrible Ten grade. 10 bucks for a 1.0. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, the best one they have, well, they have a CGC, but it's only a three point. Yeah, they don't have any copies that are above a three. What was the 3.0 CGC going for? Mm, 53. Oh, that's not too bad. This is number two. Oh, they have a CG. They have number six <clears throat> CGC number 4.0 for 60 bucks. And then you could just rip it out and not feel bad because it's 60 bucks. Or you could just buy one of these softies for 32.99 and read the whole thing. <laughs> and be done with it. The next one I'm getting is on page 357, and it's called War Party, number one, from Rampart Press. Let me see if yeah. I had anything before that. Nope, that's what I had, War Party. I looked this one up. Mm -hmm. I'm on the fence on this one. Why? Because the creator's a comic gator. Uh. It looks cool, though. <laughs> <laughs> the art looks cool on the cover anyway mm. I try not to like go down that path um, 
or else I'm never going to get anything <laughs> once I find out what people are. Yeah. So I, I, I just, uh, I'll, I'm, gonna, I'm still going to go get for it. it. Yeah, yeah, I think I'll, I'll get number one to check it out. Because I do like the art on that cover. Yeah. And this is much cheaper than getting the Indiegogo. Oh, yeah. Probably by ten times. Oh, yeah, at least ten times. Because with the discount. Red 5 has a, a new number one called Maeve the Rising Warrior. Ireland's greatest heroine of antiquity. The Irish warrior queen who became high queen of Ireland and Irish goddess throughout her will, strength, and proudness over men. Her name means intoxicating. She was the most beautiful and powerful woman in ancient Ireland more than 2,000 years ago. Skilled in the arts of Celtic druid magic and sorcery. Learn how she discovers her powers and strengths to become Ireland's greatest female hero. I think that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, it sounds pretty cool. And the fact that it's... Historical. Uh, well, I was going to say the fact that it's Red 5. Red 5. Intrigues me because I, I, I like most of their stuff, so... I never got I'm my see if Azra. It was a Kickstarter. Oh, it was a Kickstarter. Yeah, who's publishing that? Oh, it's Red Five. Yeah. Ed Bennis, though. He's he's awesome. He's on art. Haven't seen him in a while. Maybe that's. Oh, he'd be good. He's gonna be. He's a great artist. I think it was a Kickstarter. <clears throat> Has a link. Go to Kickstarter, but the link doesn't work. Grim Space number one I'm getting from Scout Comics. I never got my Azra the Barbed fixed issue. Did you get it? Yet? Uh, not yet. I don't. Oh, here we go. Yeah, so it was a Mave was a Kickstarter. There you go. So you're saving so much money. Yeah. It would have cost you. $20. There you go. Plus shipping. Grim Space, number one. Are you getting that from Scout on 360? Oh, that's the Space Jack and the Beanstalk. Yeah. Grim Fairy Tales in Space. <laughs> I might get it decided on that yet there's a lost souls haywire psychiatrist for robots who hates his day job <laughs> which one? Oh, the lost souls yeah yeah i'll probably get that because that's written by the argus guy and i liked argus grim space yeah i like the art on the grim space cover mm-hmm Source Point Press, is there anything new? There's a horror one shot called The Curse of Cleaver County. <clears throat> Double feature. 
It's a brand new horror verse from Source Point Press. Grotesque, gruesome killers as they haunt, horrify, and harrow the peaceful residents of that town. Hmm. I like horror, so I'll do that. Yeah, I'm possibly on that one. For you that like all ages books, Bug Bites is doing a special edition. That's really good. I'd, I'd highly recommend that. Artistically, it's amazing. And it's one of those stories you could read to kids. and. Yeah, dig. I still have to read the trade, but I, I like the first issue. Sumerian Comics, which is formerly Behemoth. Okay, I, I have a confession to make. And... Um, I read Heavy Metal Drummer, and I kind of said yes. that it wasn't for me after reading one, reading yes. one issue, and then I read the entire series, and I was flabbergasted how much I liked it. Oh. So this is the artist from Heavy Metal Drummer, which the art was always great. I just really got into the story as well. but um, well, This is the writer and the artist. Okay, so I'm so on board the same for team, this. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna do this for sure. Yeah, I was gonna, I was actually gonna ask you about that. I, I find my heavy metal drummer. I, after reading issue one, I, it's one of those series where, like, I if I just did your Bill Bomer thing, I wouldn't have got, wouldn't yeah, have got it, have and I it. probably wouldn't have known. But I love, I I loved what I read, you know, after after reading it all back to back to back, I was like, this is, this is amazing. I thought it was great. Cool. It is so bizarre. Well, I'm probably going to like it because it's called heavy metal drummer. Mm-hmm. It's right up my Buying Crimson Storm and Becoming Frankenstein from Ten Ton Press. I'm pretty much getting all the Source Point Press stuff that I'm still getting. And Sumerian. Yeah, uh, Crimson Storm, i got to decide if I want to get in singles or in... I haven't read it yet. Trade. I read the Crimson Storm story in their free comic book day. And it was good. Mm, I didn't get so many free comic book days. They just fell through. Yeah, I had that disappointing. Well. Yeah. Well, I did get the ten ton press one. Ooh. Is this two? Does it say two out of three? Is this the three issues? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it says two on three on the cover, so it's it's in your magic spot. <laughs> it's in my G spot. Yeah, it's in your spot. Right. Well, if that, if it is truly three issues, then I need to get the singles. Okay. What did you say? 
Oh, uh, Alter Egos featuring the Young All Stars. I I uh, I think I'm going to be getting that oh, for my. sure. Which is odd because usually Alter Ego is sort of the older material, and sometimes they do stuff that isn't as old. Yeah, this is 80s, so I, I'm definitely on that. I don't normally buy every Alter Ego. I uh, yeah, I pick, pick, and, I pick and, and choose, and uh, with the I do buy every uh, back issue. And okay. I do the same thing with Retro Fan. Um, this Retro Fan is Mission Impossible. Rambo's 50th birthday. Ooh, it's got WKRP in Cincinnati. Space 1999. Oh, and Fleshner Superman. I really. That's got Jerry Lewis and the, Bob Hope comics. I really wish I could. Uh, ooh. Okay. I'm buying it. Yep, you sold me on the. It's got a couple, couple of good things in it. <laughs> well, I, the, I pick and choose. WKAP Cincinnati, but you threw in Bob Hope and Jerry Lewis on there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, that pushed that pushed it over to the buy. Um, I'm also curious about this Mike Plug because I like I like his stuff. And our artists at war, best American soft cover. This is a resolicit. Yeah, I think these ones are just all resolicits. There's a Wally Wood classics, Cowboys and Country Girls. A series with uncollected westerns by Hall of Fame co-creator Mad Daredevil, Power Girl, Vampirella. Hollywood Western Comics. There you oh, go. Titles like Western Outlaws, Jesse James, Western Crime Busters, Frontier Romances, Hoot Hobson, I mean Gibson, Gunfighters, Red Wolf, and Shadok. I might buy this. Yeah, that's actually tempting. I'm going to have to look the into that. The cheap one, the twenty four ninety five one, is the one I would go for. Yeah, I don't care about the slipcase. It's got the best cover, too. Yeah. I like the hardcover cover too. I don't know a lot about. I should say I know nothing about Wally Wood's Western comics. Yeah, I don't either. Well, I read Red Red Wolf, so yeah. that's the only one. That's the only one I've heard of. Well, Shadek I've heard of too, but I don't know if I've heard of his comic of it. I'm going to have to do research on that one. Valiant has Bloodshot Unleashed and Bloodshot the Circle of Heroes Valiant Classics Edition trade paperback. Collecting Bloodshot 1993 0-7 Eternal Warriors number 5 hard case, Hardcore number 5 and Rye number 0. I wonder, do I already have a collection of the old bloodshots? I don't think so. XO Harbinger. I don't think I do. Rye. I might have to get that one. Double um, 
Vault has the Nightfall double feature, two continuing stories in every issue. That's a. I'm confused. Oh, I see. There's two stories in. Feature one has the Cemeterians and Nightfall. And the other one has Denizen and I, I don't know. I'm confused. One has a seven ninety nine. I don't know. I'd have to look at the. It's number two. Two feature stories, sixty four pages. Oh, maybe it's a flip book. You're right. You're right. So the one one side is the Cemeterians. The other side is Denizen. Yeah. Okay, I get it now. I think I ordered but, the first issue. But why on one side does it say 7.99 and on the other side it says 9.99? That's the part that's throwing me for a That's a good question. Let me what is DCBS have it listed as what's it called? Nightfall. Double feature. Oh, here's Nightfall 7.99. Okay. So the 9.99 mine must have been a typo. I like that's, the cheaper price. Yeah, that's better. That's the better of the two prices, in my opinion. Now, are these? I wonder if these are these stories continued from number one, or are they like standalones? This is continuing. I'd have to look back at last preview. Yeah. And then we get to your favorite publisher, whatnot, the guys that do eBay bidding on the Home Shopping Network. Yeah. Your favorite. Quested number one. And are you going to get that? I have no idea. The Attitude of Hellboy and the Spirit of Legend of Zelda. All right. I don't know. I'd have to see some interiors. Do they show any interiors? They do. I'll have to read the preview. To see if it's too young for me. See, this turns me off. There's special effects. Crash! Crash! Screed! Drown! Drown! Get your bone swords ready, boys. Crackoon! I'm here to save the Falagan princess. Yeah, Jinx. All right, big boy. What you holding? Another crap hand. Couple of pigeons. You, huzzah! Three golems and a pair of witches. Triple or nothing. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that's for me. Yeah, it's not. I don't think it's. I think. I don't think. I think we're too old, man. I'm not hip for this whatnot. <laughs> we're not hip enough just, for this. I'm a grown ass man. I. What's the I age? Do they have an age rating on that? Um, no, because they do on the other one. I am getting a ninja. Ninja. What do you call it? Ninja funk. I think that's more up my alley. (laughs) 
I don't, yeah, I don't think I, don't I even... bought Alpha Beta's number one. That I has mature rating on it. Alpha Beta's number one. I have to check. I really do. Wake Entertainment is still pumping out the Essentias, and I'm getting them, and I haven't read one of them yet. <laughs> and I have get on Essentia that. Volume 1. Yeah, there you go. Collecting. I should, read, I should read number one. Oh my gosh, could I find it? Did I already read it? How long ago did it come out? <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, chances are you're not going to find If you can't find Heavy Metal Drummer... <laughs> You're not gonna find I no hope find Essentia. I feel I might have read it. Maybe one of your boys took Heavy Metal Drummer. That's true. They are and hid the... it under their bed. <laughs> these alien spores do get into like these old prostitutes. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, and funny? Heavy Metal Drummer. Oh. <laughs> uh, Vampirous Camellia, we got. Uh, yeah. Weren't. I'm getting that. Even though I'm so behind on reading it. Me too. From Xenoscope. Xenoscope. It's a Wonderful Life annual from Wonderland. That's the Alice by David Francini and David Wool. <clears throat> and uh, you got the holiday yeah, special. I'll get that one. I'll probably I'll I, get the holiday special. I, I the the Tales of Terror are some of my favorites. Yeah. Like the, that's my favorite like theme of theirs. They got the uh, Red Agent Friendly Fire. Be getting that. And then your Ongoing. And then Oz Return of the Wicked Witch. Three of three. Yeah, we're getting the Oz ones. So I'll get that. Yeah, four books. I'm still on board. I think I thumbed through the manga and I didn't find anything for me. Yeah, I didn't have any. <clears throat> I'm on the fourth volume of Chainsaw Man. I'm starting to get tired. Are you? Um, I'm. I have issue, I have volume five. I'm gonna stick it out though. I I've told myself, be, make it through uh, manga all the way through. So I'm gonna. Really? Do all it. The, how many issues are there? Aren't there like? <clears throat> There's eleven five? right now. It can yeah. keep going. I don't know. Is it is it stopping though, or is it one that's still coming I, it out? It could could it's keep gonna going. Go on I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna some go. of those manga series like Naruto and stuff and One Piece they. One Piece probably has like 30 volumes or something. Well, I'll just keep going. I just wow. do them at my own pace. I've read four of them. I have five, and then I have to decide, you know, I'm going to buy some, another two or three. What's keep on going. 32. One Piece is up to 32, volume 32. You should get in on that. Oh, they solicited... Wait, what? One, oh, volume 101. What? Is that right? 
Yeah, pre-order. You can pre-order 101. There you go. Ah. <laughs> 100, 100 volumes. Holy, you're going to have to get another storage locker. I don't know. We have hundreds of issues of comics, and you act like this is a They're thicker, like... though. They're thicker, though. But you know how long it takes to read a manga? About the same time it takes to read a regular comic, like from the <laughs> Bronze Age. They're fast, and they're very art-driven. Yeah. And there's a lot of Especially movement. Especially the action ones, yeah. They're very sexual, at least the ones I've read. They're, like, weird sexual, though, like... Yeah, you that seems to at, be a, a big it, theme. It, it's in... not like nasty, nasty, but it's like teasing. Like, you want to see my nipple? Well, you have to kill this monster. <laughs> oh, and then says, oh, you'll win a kiss if you do this. And then she kisses him and he, she vomits in his mouth. Like, just, just fucking odd shit like that. It's like, yeah. what the fuck is this? <laughs> Why am I reading it? But... I do anyway. Some of the concepts are cool. Yeah, I know that one's pretty popular, so there's clearly something good about it. Yeah, I, I think in issue four I kind of hit a lull, but um, we'll, we'll see with see five if it, if it changes. Yeah. yeah. Issue four didn't have a lot of chainsaw in it. The guy that actually uh. is the main character yeah oh you mean the main character wasn't in a lot yeah. of it yeah it wasn't so maybe i'll switch mm -hmm. up a little bit yeah okay i'm gonna go grab a cheer wine all right you do that we get into our comments and i'll uh just keep the recorder and then erase it like last time matter of fact i was editing the last one last one <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay all right. You ready? Delicious. Yeah, I'm drinking some tea instead. I don't have cheer wine. I'm down to my last four cheer wines. Sweet mint tea. Some kind of... Southern sweet mint tea. How you like your teas? Hey Barb, I'm sweet looking at my memories. Tea. Look at that hair. What the fuck was happening there? And I went to work like that. Jesus Christ. What is that? That was a 2014. What the fuck was happening? You can see how long? I'm losing. No, it's it looks like a mop is on my head. I don't know what the like fuck Emo happened. <laughs> she said I look like Emo Phillips. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? What was the caption on that? I didn't put a caption. I gotta put that one on on Twitter and see if anybody says anything. <laughs> Even my collar, like I'm making fun of that football commentator, and look at me, like yeah. my collar's all smashed. What did what did they say about that football commentator? He, he, he looks like he smells of beer. 
He looks like he smells like he's hungover from beer and pussy. <laughs> <laughs> well, me and Barb were watching football, and we said, man, that guy looks gruff, man. And then, so Barb says, you know, I'm just curious if anybody else is, is saying that about him. And was this was, a, a player or a No, one of the commentators of the football game. Yeah. So she went on to Twitter and started <laughs> She like searched on his name and it was like trending. Like everybody was making everybody fun was of him. Commenting on it. Yeah. And the comments that people were making were hilarious, man. He says like he's been oh, on a like, binge of liquor like and blah, pussy. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like he smells of beer. He looks like he smells of beer and pussy. <laughs> oh my god, he looked bad. And this is this is me. Looking like your oh. smell of beer and pussy. <laughs> I had I hadn't shaved that day either. I look like shit. What the hell's happening? I gotta post this one. This is gonna go on to uh, Twitter and see if anybody says what the fuck is happening. There? <laughs> Can only hope that someone says it looks like you smell like <laughs> <laughs> beer. Yeah, I could hope. Save image as, and then save it there. All right, we're on comic books now, man. Believe it or not, we're finally there. What do you want to talk about first? We reached the comic book portion of Geek Munch Podcast. Uh, I don't know. Did you have Walesville? No. No, I, I guess I didn't buy Walesville. <laughs> they must not have had it at the con, and I forgot I didn't. I thought I had it, but I can't find it. Well, the first story is worth it to me. Um, the Walesville is great. I would like to talk to you about rocks and minerals, because I think there's a message there, but I just didn't get it. Like, I just didn't get it. Um, Walesville is about creatures in the sea and birds and people getting swallowed by a, a whale and they kind of make a, their own city in there and that's like their existence except one day there's a boy that's swallowed by the whale and he wants to get out because he knows his father's going to kill the whale and uh that's kind of like what the story premise is and the other sure. the other creatures they don't know like any existence outside and they don't even want to explore if there is another world outside of the the stomach of the whale so um it's really adam polina draws really great story it's like a it's one of those books that you say oh this could be a neisner right here you know just this part mm -hmm. rocks and minerals I can't, I don't understand, but... The first part was Matt Kent, right? Yeah, they were both Matt Kent. Okay. We had Matt Kent and Adam Polina, and the other one was Matt Kent and Tony Millionaire. Okay. And that was about... I don't know, I don't even understand this one. Like, I, I really can't tell you, but it, it seems like they're they're in, like, a antique 
you know, one of those antique collectible stores. And these are like rocks, like, you know, like crystals and rocks and stuff that they're selling there. And they somehow talk and get along. But I there's no people at all. So I, it, it made me believe personally as a reader, like there was some like apocalyptic event that gave these rocks and minerals life and they're they're ruled by a queen and then they kind of leave and they find these like turtles and they think they're rocks with something in them and then i just i'm just like lost in it but i think there's some kind of like underlying message in it and i i had no time to like google a review to see if somebody understood it, like there was an extra layer of something that I should have caught that Matt Kent threw on there that I didn't understand. Yeah. And I haven't, I'm not like a Tony Millionaire fan. Like some people, you know, his indie work, people think highly of. I'm not one of those. It is a sock monkey, right? Yeah. Or, that was called sock puppet monkey, whatever. <laughs> I think he's done a couple of things like... He is the one with the drunk crow, right? Drunky crow or whatever. I don't remember. I've tried a couple of his things, some popular and some not, and I never, it's never <clears> resonated <throat> with me. Yeah. And I did read Image 5. <clears throat> they had a couple stories in here that... Uh, they're like prequels to something that's coming out. Because there was a Jeff Lemire. Um, Jeff Lemire. Royal City. You remember that, that comic book from Image? I do. Uh, well, there's something else coming. And this is like a preview. But the preview didn't really give you much. Okay. And that, Do you like Zoe Thorogood? I love Zoe Thorogood. Well, there's a Zoe Thorogood weird ass fucking story i didn't like at all called <laughs> i think i might be evil sounds fantastic already it was so far i give it five out of five two people running in a maze from a a human centipede i don't know what the fuck oh is yeah happening. sounds fantastic i can't you wait. might you might love that one i can't didn't wait. like it <laughs> The Dutch was okay. I, I wanted to like that one more because I like the Wildstorm. The mm -hmm. Blizzard was excellent, like usual. Mm -hmm. The Scotty Young is always fun, but it's just that those two pages. Couple pages, yeah. I love the Maria Love It, but I, I can't remember what the fuck is happening in it. I'm lost. And the same with uh, Brandon Fletcher and Erica Henderson one, Red Stitches. That I don't one. Have a clue. Yeah, that one I've. I don't know what's going on. Totally fucking lost on both of them. The, the hack I, slash, I hack slash versus image. It's a four-part series. It, it was awesome. It was worth the cost of what was this? Six ninety-nine or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. I can't even see the price on this damn thing. But uh, that was great. The makeshift Patriot started last time. We talked about it. I like that one. That one's the Sean Lewis and uh, Benjamin Macker McKay. That one I like. Um, mm -hmm. Jehenna. That one I I liked as well. 
but that's the one that that's that, the black that and white ju- one. That's the black and white one. Oh, that one, the artist, is so good. <laughs> and it, it, it's really good in this one too. Um, and then I don't, I didn't, I even skipped that Dean Haspel because that. Yeah, I, I'm like, what me. the fuck is this one page <laughs> thing? You know, like I don't even get it. I, I just skipped either. it. But uh, it had, I, I recognized the thoroughgood, and I was like, Bill likes her, so maybe he, this will resonate with him. Yeah, I'm excited. This sounds like a good issue. Well, there's, it was a preview to something that's coming out. It's not like here's part one. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It's just a couple. Of, so it's like, hey, sample. yeah, this this graphic novel's coming out from Zoe Thoroughgood. Check it out in 2023. <clears throat> it's interesting that they're using it for that because up to this point, I don't think they. Oh, maybe they did with something. Yeah, they did with that one. Yeah, with the one uh, Zola or whatever it was, the little girl protecting her brother. Yeah. That's a series, and they did it with Old Dog, Yeah, too. Old Dog, that's what I was thinking of, yeah. Yeah. So they have done it. And Old Dog was just one in one issue, right? Old, Old Dog, I thought, yeah, maybe it was just one issue. Yeah. I thought it was two, but... It might have been. Yeah, so they have done it. Okay. Yeah, but I'm not gonna buy the Zoe Thoroughgood one. Like I, I just I will buy it. it. Yeah, you you enjoy that. <clears throat> There's something for everybody in this anthology. <laughs> yep. So uh, you did did have Sleigh Bells, right? I did read Sleigh Bells uh, by Zeb Wells, which is the guy who's doing Spider Man now. Well, thoughts on this one? It was very violent. It was pretty dark. Like I, it, <laughs> it was almost like crossing the line, dark, of uncomfortableness, especially when the little kid went hunting and shot the reindeer. Shot the and... reindeer. Yeah, that's how it opens with the kid and his father going out hunting, and the kid shoots a reindeer, <laughs> and then the and reindeer that... go nuts and. Ran into the, stuff in the and they tree. all died. Yeah, all, all impale yeah. themselves on trees. And then Santa finds out, and it seems like to Santa that's like the only thing he loved in his life. Like, yeah, everything, everything else, else made him miserable, right? <laughs> and uh, so all hell breaks loose, and he fights a cop, and he kills a crosses cop. this crosses this kid off the nice list and puts him on the naughty list kills a cop goes after the things coming after the kid right the, well and and the other interesting thing about this is that girl that was waiting for him he was fucking her right did you get the impression that that was happening you yes, know how he yeah, sat down like it. yeah didn't it, he was fucking this lady on the side, and uh, then the, then you get a Christmas vacation when the SWAT team invades the house of the woman that he's screwing. They kill her, unfortunately, because she jumps in front of Santa. The artwork is crazy. <laughs> I like when he gets this candy cane and shoves it up from the bottom of this guy's neck. Yeah, through his all head. the way through his head. Yeah, and then Santa just takes 
their weapons and just start shooting them all. And then this kid's all happy. Santa's here. Santa's here. And then he, like, wants to kill everybody. And then the father pulls out the gun. And he's like, he remembers where that gun came from when he was a kid. He get, Santa yeah, brought Santa him, gave it to him yeah. that gun. And then the daddy wants to shoot him, and he does fire the gun right into Santa's gut. I don't think he, he, he didn't intend to, though. So he accidentally yeah, killed him. Because they were fighting over the gun. He said, it was an accident. Bobby, look at me, Bobby. I thought this was for you. It was a lump of coal, but it wasn't. It was for me. I don't know what he meant by that. He wasn't a good person. and. Yeah, let me, I don't remember. Yeah, I think he's realizing that he's not a good person. Yeah. Yeah, the moral of the story is Santa's not a good person. <laughs> Very dark. <laughs> Very dark. The next story was an odd one. Yeah, it's about a a guy who... So that was an Elliot Rahal story. Is that his name? Yeah. Elliot Rahal? Yeah, or... however. And it's about a dude who's transporting... A creature that he... I don't think he's seen what it is. And he stops at a... A gas station bathroom. And he, he calls it... And he he's bored when he's sitting there. So he calls a number on the wall... For a good time call. And it turns out he he's calling a demon. And then uh, the, they're they're this getting is... robbed, and the guy who's robbing the 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 gas station shoots the kid, <clears throat> and then demands that he opens up what's in the back of the truck. And he opens up the what's in the back of the truck, and this weird creature's back there, and it slaughters the <laughs> the guy who robbed the yeah, the store the truck. And then you think, well, this guy. This guy grabbed the gun and then killed the convenience store worker. And then uh, he gets accused of the murder because the the demon set him up, it looks like. Yeah. Adam Polina. he, he, He draws really damn awesome shit. Yeah, the art in the second story was great. I love Adam Polina. He drew Walesville too. So does it look like the Walesville art? Yeah, but it's. I think Walesville's like more all ages, so he tried to draw it like a. I don't know, like something you'd see in a picture book. I. Yeah. More. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, or this is just more realistic art. Walesville reads like something that you'd read in uh what what are they called gold book golden books you know those with the when you're like five you buy the little golden book yeah that's that's what Walesville kind of reads like like oh, really? kind of like a world and lesson that you're learning you know kind of book 
So his art style does look different, but it's like hype. You know how he draws the detail in this one? He draws just as much detail. Okay. But there's not like a lot of stuff you need to draw because you're inside a whale's gut. And there's a bird in there, like a seagull. There's a, a crab. There's a weird like seahorse. And mm. there's this, this kid. And um, they obviously draw the, the kid's father because he, he decides that he could go back to his father and stop him from killing the whale if he gets out of the blowhole. Right. But, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty good. Kind of like a fairy tale almost. <laughs> yeah. The more I talk about sleigh bells, I think the more I like it. I, I, I think I give I like this one it. a four out of five. I gave it a three out of five. I felt uncomfortable with the slaughtering of the reindeer, though. I was like, yeah, that was troubling. There's a lot of troubling stuff in that story, which I'm sure was the intent. <laughs> so yeah, you need it yeah. accomplished its intention, but that doesn't necessarily make it a good read. <laughs> <laughs> it was a dark comedy, not a laugh out loud, but it's just a dark. Yeah, very dark comedy. comedy. Yeah. I did read another uh, bad idea book while I was at it. One Which that you one? had already read. Uh, Passive aggressive. Oh God, I love that one. Because I realized one? I I did have both the passive and the aggressive. Yeah. So at some point I managed to pick up both of them, so I, I was able to read both sides of it. And you've talked about it before, so this is the one where. Uh. A hacker ends up hacking the Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne analog yeah. without realizing it. And then, so one of the stories is the story of the hacker, and then one of the stories is the story of the the Bruce Wayne from the Bruce Wayne perspective. It was good, but I like both of them. I know you said you like one better than the other. I, I liked them both equally. I liked them both, but I, I like the uh, I like the Bruce Wayne one better. Yeah. Which one did you read first out of curiosity? I read the Bruce Wayne first. Yeah, I read the other then, one first. And then the one about the kid. I think I, I read the other one first, and I think that was probably a better way to read it. Reading I don't know. the I, hacker I, side I, of it first. I gave both of them a 5 out of 5, so it's not like I... Yeah, it wasn't much, I like, wasn't much yeah. worse. <laughs> yeah, that was, for sure, that was a 5 out of 5 for me as well. It was really good. I love both sides of it. And that was Laugh Mart, Laugh Mart, right? Yeah. God. Speaking of which, so I don't know what to do about this bad idea Kickstarter. It's expensive. Because they're, for those who don't know, Bad Idea has a Kickstarter for to collect Hero Trade, which I thought they weren't doing collections, but apparently now they are. And they're doing a hardcover <clears throat> that collects all the Hero Trade Content, stuff that's been published in the more. past, plus new stuff, plus an additional 100-page story. And there was one option where they're putting out a Matt Kent book, and I was like, is that the only way they're going to get it? Like, Because they were limited to like 500 copies of it or whatever. I think that's just an early, you get like an early... Megalith? Did you see that Megalith option? Yeah, the Megalith, yeah. 
I think I think you just get it earlier than everyone else. Uh, maybe it's special. I don't know. Who knows? Well, I bought the hardcover, so that's what Was I it? went. I went with tier five. Yeah, it's like 125 bucks. <laughs> yeah, that's. Ex- the, but I really we, want we, it. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that on. Uh, we have a uh, Geek Brunch retro thread where you know there's five of us on it, and we were talking about it, and I'm the only one getting it. And I said, well, you Why know, you that's guys pre- add me to that thread. Am I not allowed uh, because I'm not? No, you're. Not you're. I'll, I'll add. I'll, I'll add you to that thread. It's the. <laughs> I could just call it the Geek Brunch, but uh, who's <laughs> on that thread is me. Um, it's usually how we coordinate. Um, yeah, recording the podcast, but. It also is a bunch of other shit, which you'd probably enjoy, you know. So, um... So, you, so yeah, you were talking about this Kickstarter? Yeah, well, we're, we're talking about it, and uh, Rob has already decided, well, I'm not doing the, the bad idea. And mm-hmm. uh, he, he just said, which tier are you getting? And there was, like, a, a comment... Well, let me see what he said. He said, uh, I didn't back it. Why are the tiers so expensive? I just can't justify paying that much for the collections. And uh, I, I, I sent him a tweet back. It says, you can't fix stupid. <laughs> because there are a bunch of idiots like myself who pay these amounts. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, that's, the, that's the answer to it. Why do they charge so much? And it's like, because there's dumb dumbs who are... Uh... We'll support it. <laughs> we'll say, what, $125 for a hardcover? Sure, yeah. why not? <laughs> I'm a son of a bitch who is seriously about to click the uh, <laughs> pledge button. Yeah. But I should add you to this group, too, because you could come anytime you want to talk some retro shit. <laughs> if you're ever available and you want to talk about fucking... That book that you just talked about some underground books. Underground book, <laughs> and just let it hang out, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I can't just I can't decide on this hero trade, and I don't know if they're gonna like publish it later too, because I don't think it's a I, Kickstarter. I, I don't exclusive. I don't trust them about anything. They're they're, they're not they're a very frustrating. Um. Yeah. Well, publisher. when they're like, it seems like their mission statement is we're gonna do what we want. And don't believe anything we say. Yeah, and fuck the fuck the stores and fuck the customer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's, that's we're gonna have their, expensive uh... books. You can only get one way, and stores are gonna get pissed off because no regular readers know anything about it. <laughs> or how to get it. But yeah, if I, I could figure out how to add you, I'd add you, but I, I don't know <laughs> yeah. how to do it. But I do want, I really do want the hardcover, though, because it's... Yeah, that's the I, one I went with. Plus, you get all the, I, I don't know if you saw, you get all the crap below it as well. It's that plus everything prior. Oh, oh is it? <clears throat> yeah. So if that helps you justify it. Uh... No, because... I wish it, well, I wish there was just a hardcover then for cheaper. <laughs> that's a, I really do want the hardcover. And if they hit the million dollars, they'll quit fucking around and they'll go out of business. They said. 
Yeah, or the two point six million or something like that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> they ain't gonna hit that. Well, you know they're not gonna hit it. What are, what what are they at now? Do you know? I have no idea. I know they're above a hundred thousand. Yeah, it's doing doing well. They never get to the where they want to be. I don't think they actually want to be there. Oh, they don't. That's why they put fucking the. An yeah, that's like a saying, like, it. yeah, we'll, we have a Kickstarter and we'll say, if we hit $2 million, then we'll stop the podcast. Well, I was worried that, you know, like, I, I, I sent an email and I just hope that they subscribe me to Bad Idea, but if they don't, I'm okay with it. Like, I've I've come to that. <laughs> yeah, that's where you're at now. <laughs> they, they, they frustrated me enough that, and I... I I think their material's great. Like I think Pirate, I mm-hmm. loved Pirate Queen. Like I, and Passive Aggressive, I've absolutely loved. But if I missed it, I don't feel like I'm missing anything in a universe. You know, they're standalone stories, and I just wouldn't have experienced anyway. So they True. don't build on anything. So I'll, it's just the artists and the writers that they get on the teams. They're very awesome. Like they're. Like I, I don't think I've ever seen Adam Polina draw as good as he's drawing right now. Like yeah. he, he is fucking phenomenal. Like in his material, and um, I might just figure out how to get him like after the fact, like you, you know, and see if I could <clears throat> piece together some yeah. series, okay. you know, after the fact. There, there, there are a couple stores in Denver where I could, I could even drive up to my brothers and go to Time Warp and say, you know, do you have any back issues of this? And if they do, then, I, and I could, there, I can get a couple of series. I, I'll do it. Yeah, and you figure maybe at some conventions you'll run into them here and there. Yeah, if I ever go back to a convention. <laughs> Hopefully next year. I've been to many conventions. <clears throat> I live. I've been to uh, more flea market mm-hmm. and uh, mall conventions, but not a real convention. Yeah. But I'd like to go to Heroes next year. Because it's been so long. So. We're on True Cult. This one premise I, I really liked. I thought it was very original. Um, it was right up your I've, alley. I've, I've never seen it like that. But I, I, you know, I remember clocking into McDonald's. You know, like yeah, it's about a kid who that little at a clock burger shop. And he's worked there for what, like fourteen years or something. Yeah. And um, when you're working at a place like that, most people are transient workers. In other words, they're not there. Yeah, they're there for for a long time. Yeah. And uh, well, I think he even said that he, when he started, he wasn't intending on staying that long. But yeah, but he's there a long, <laughs> long, long, long time. Um, a matter of fact, the people that I knew that were there a long, long, long time, they were the owners of the store. In other words, they. Yeah. Started off and then bought their own franchise eventually, you know, and bought a couple stores. But um, they, 
I can't think of any buddy that I knew that stayed. Like there, there were some that worked there longer, but they were like, "Oh, this is my high school job," or "This is this is not, you know, this is not yeah, where this I'm is not ending a career. up." Yeah. <laughs> there, there were a couple of people that were past uh, high school that were in college age, but they weren't going to college. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I don't think any of them stayed, you know, very long, you know, they were always looking for something better Yeah, until they find something better. Yeah. But, uh, th- that, that portrayed that well as like this guy, it seemed like the girl that was his boss was there a very, a very long time. And he was there a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. And, um, interesting is he had like, half an hour was it an hour or was it half an hour i think it was half it an was, hour yeah. if it was half an hour he did a lot in half an hour because he had, he had planned been, out to the minutes yeah but it was incredible how he did it it was like he he had been watching a mall right yeah, yeah near the store or near, near the, the store. restaurant and uh for years and then he's like well, i can go down this whole strip mall and rob you know from store to store the thing, the thing i liked about it was each it, it's it showed how much cash he was taking oh in yeah from each store from yeah, each store <laughs> and it's like he's robbing the mattress place and he's like shit there's there hasn't been anybody in here in like, like three weeks you're the first you customer think they're gonna use <laughs> And, yeah, you know, he's funny. threatening him with a gun. And he's like, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Like, nobody cared. <laughs> <laughs> and the most, money he, the most money he came home with was the, the arcade because it was a bunch of quarters. Got all the quarters, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was crazy time. And then he believes that the person he's interviewed witnessed what he did. And she may have, like, I don't know if she did or not. Well, she she must have, because she knew about the truck and the the delivery truck. Yeah, and it seemed like she was gonna blackmail him, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, if she yeah, so she she basically cut, the police were asking about it, and she covered for him, and or she she said she saw someone else doing it. So she she led him down a, another path, so they yeah. didn't suspect this kid. Or he's not really kids, dude. Yeah, it was good. I thought it was good because you have the whole robbery thing, but there was so much at the restaurant, just in the interaction between him and his coworker and him and the customers and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. getting interviewed. Yeah, the and then it kind of gave his his, his origin story, like how he. Yeah, we decided to, got to, this to place. join that. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. I thought it was really good. And then I guess the bigger story that you find out at the end is he. So after he robbed all the stores, he said he made one mistake, which was he robbed the. There just happened to be a delivery truck coming through the parking lot to make a delivery, and he robbed it, and all all the. The, the woman driver had was one package left, so she gave it to him. And it was it was a record, and he's like, what do, what do I want this for? He kept, what did, did he take it home? I can't remember what he did with it. And I, couldn't... I think he still had it. Yeah. Because it was the same day. That's right. Yeah, he just went back to the restaurant. And then at the end, some dudes come in looking for the 
And they the look record, like they're in a cult. Yeah, they said something about Satan, like that you stole something from Satan. <laughs> yeah. You think he's going to let that slide? <laughs> Satan, that's when I knew I fucked up. Excuse the language. <laughs> yeah, this was yeah, really th- good. Th- this was my uh, read of the week. I yeah, gave this too. one a me five too. out of five. So I was kind of glad you threw in like something that you had already read. I, I hadn't you... read this one yet. Oh, really? You just threw it out there, huh? Because well, we ta- remember we were talking about the title on the last episode, and it was in my mind. I'm like, I, I want to read that. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was, I was very uh, happy with, um, with that one. The one I wasn't so crazy about was one I chose, and I remember when I looked at it in the previews, I, it looked really great. And... Um, I would have stopped this one after reading this one if if I hadn't already gone. Yeah, I, in I it. did. I did not order the trade on this one. Step by bloody step. Yeah. Even though I'm a fan of the writer, Simon Spurrier. Yeah. This is well. This is a silent issue, which I've never really been drawn to silent issues. And there's no special effects either. Like, I wanted, like, true yeah, no... or swish or... Yeah, because there is action and fighting, so... Yeah, because it's getting attacked by wolves. There's no growling. There's no... It's just art. So he, he finds this little girl in this Iceland. Uh, looks like there's a lot of snow and stuff. Protects her from wolves. Feeds her. The part, the, the part that I don't get... Is he he eventually took her to a civilization, like where these people were, and right. I thought he was I thought he was gonna leave leave her there like here take care of this girl, mm-hmm. and then it, I I thought one of the women was gonna give her a bowl of soup. Yeah, she was. She came to give her a bowl of soup. And then why did the robot deny her that soup? I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. He stuck his hand between them and. I guess he's just protecting her. I guess there was dialogue, but it was in a different language. Yeah. I forgot that there was. Well, there was dialogue, or not? She never, not a language, it's like symbols. Like, doesn't this thing know that she needs to eat? I mean, god damn it! Well, like, she does eat. I think I, I, for some reason he didn't want her to bond with this. These people for some, yeah, these people, I guess. But I thought his whole goal was to leave her there and then take off. And I thought she ran to him. I don't think so. Well, because I know that monster led him to the people because the monster fell off the cliff and then started attacking the people. And then he killed the monster. Yeah. Yeah, so I I don't think it was their intention to go to the people. I think they just ended up there. And then I think when I did not understand to the the la was it the last panel or yeah, it was the last panel where she looks at the robot and it looks at the head and it looks like it's an image of her in the head. I don't what is happening there? Well, I think that 
because the robot's head gets not gets blown off. Yeah. And you can see inside there's like a a human human person, but with like looks like plants growing out of it. So I don't know if that's I, I didn't, the brain I didn't in, inside the robot. I had no idea. It looked too it looked too weird. I couldn't tell. I think it's like her mother maybe. Like somehow her mother is the robot. And that's it why she's be. protective. It could be. He looked like he at the end there he took her or she took her to some paradise and then there there was weird aliens that it was it looks like they're trying to find the robot and kill it. Um, they're after it for some reason. Yeah. And you don't know why. It looked okay. Like I, I thought some of the panels looked good. I didn't like the small squares because it it looked like it was hard to tell what was happening in those little squares. Oh, but when they have a lot of the, panels. Yeah, when they do the bigger panels, I I like the bigger panels. Most of those smaller squares were were like trying to communicate something early on in the story. There were really small squares. And um I don't know. I I was kind of disappointed. I gave it a 3 out of 5. Yeah, I think I give it that's a, I think that's what I gave it as well. Yeah, I didn't dislike it, but I don't know. I I would have preferred if there was writing <laughs> and dialogue. Yeah, I think this one's going to hurt for that. Like I I know Joe Crawford said he stopped getting it because he didn't get a lot out of it like in terms of story. Yeah. Yeah, I mean if it's I'm sure some people love it and think it's the greatest thing in the world. But I just I don't know. I like dialogue, I guess. I do too. I I mean there's time and place for like a silent issue. I d- I like the uh, G.I. Joe silent issue. Like, you know, there's there's sometimes I I like it. Yeah. But they're few and far between. Like when I I feel like, oh, they executed this right, you know. There was the one the one issue I posted. It was it was an image book. It was a giant size book. I can't remember what it was. It was about like some girl on a planet. Alona or Enoa or something weird like that. And I remember posting it and saying I didn't like it. And there was like all these creators like Palmiotti and a couple others that said that's that was amazing. Like this is the greatest thing ever. And I was like, well, somebody's getting something out of it, you know. And the little squares were driving me fucking nuts. Um, because it would show like a finger in one square and... It's just moving a little bit in the next square. And I'm like, I, I just didn't get it. So, I don't know. This I like this one way more than that other one that I read. This one was way better. Yeah. I don't know what that other one was. So. Yeah, I don't remember it i remember it was a magazine size and it has to fit in a magazine box l i 
thought it began with an E, but uh, I could be looking all day in my database for that and not, not find it. El no Nola? No, that's not it. Yeah, I don't know. Large magazine, image magazine. What? <laughs> oh, it wasn't that one. When did it come out? Uh, probably two, three years ago. Maybe. I think I know which one it is. Is it like a sci-fi? Yeah, it's a sci-fi. Yeah, one. it's one that I didn't order. <laughs> That's all I remember. Yeah. Yeah. What was that called? So... Yeah, I don't remember. <clears throat> But uh, we also are going to cover exciting comics. Yeah. Number exciting. 15 and 16, right? Yes. You could submit your liquor to this story if you wanted to. Did you see that in the opening panel? It has to be color, though. Oh. That's kind of bad because they don't have the same criteria in horror comics the other books you know we we've had planet comics have black and white the horror comics definitely had black and white um jungle comics may have had one or two stories that were black and white i thought that bug one was was that bug one with a spider mom was that black and white i can't remember yeah i don't remember I can't find my notes. Where'd my notes go? Did you have the comic? There it is. I found my notes. Yeah, I do. I, could, I guess I could flip through the comic. So 15. So this one has continuations of some stories, and I think there was a new... There's two stories that are new. Yeah, two new Fallen, stories. Fallen Justice and Tear. And then we have continuations of Nothing Man, Big House Blues, and Sumo Boy. I always remember Sumo Boy because he's that one that has all that density and Yeah, I remember him trying weight. to sit in a chair. <laughs> chair, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Having to like hover over it because he can't put his weight down. So we got Fallen Justice. This was a brand new one. He's a, like a Superman type character that gets his ass kicked. Yeah, he's By a he's a house guy. He's been doing this for a long time, and he's kind of getting tired of it, and kind of is questioning why he's still doing it. He gets beat up bad though, and what amazed me is he does. They said like zero casualties. That's, I thought the exact same thing. <laughs> I'm like, fucking no he, way. He went through like four buildings. <laughs> he went through three high-rise towers. <laughs> They've turned over like several cars. There's thousands. I mean, there it... has to be hundreds of people dead after this fight. Oh yeah. <laughs> I thought the exact no, same thing. Not like, one casualty. I'm like, I'm and, a casualty. <laughs> and he might have died. This guy was gonna kill him, you know. And uh, he had this power cable that had been torn from the building, and he like electrocuted him to death so he could turn him over to the police. Yeah, but he got beat up in the process. He killed yep. a lot of people, even though he doesn't realize how many people he killed. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he get he goes to be interviewed. Yeah, on a talk on like a, a talk show. show, yeah. 
And it seems like there's just a bunch of women that want to get in his knickers. Um, and he tells his origin story of how aliens gave him his ability. After saving one from drowning. Yeah. And then the next issue continues that, but we'll talk about it in the next issue. But I liked that one. I liked this issue. I thought the art was pretty cool. Yeah, I liked it as well. Um, yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I liked it. I like the story as well. This guy was huge too, because there's there's a scene where he's carrying the guy. Um, yeah. And he. Yeah, he was, he, he looks like yeah, twice like his three, body three size. Times yeah, three size. times his body size. Yeah, he's big. And I like the fact that he's like sort of like a a hero that is tired, like just. <laughs> tired of it all yeah <laughs> yeah i like those kinds of stories too yeah i have high hopes for this one yeah let's see who who did that one that was carrie kelly and steve forbes and the artist is harold edge that was good yeah, i don't I recognize it. those names so that might be well, we might see him in the future in this anthology because we've seen him rotate in and out. Yeah. This Nothing Man I always enjoyed because <laughs> I remember this naked fucking dude in, in the cabin, <laughs> shows up at a cabin. Co coming up to the cabin and this girl's like wearing virtually nothing and it's fucking freezing. Like she goes outside <laughs> in these fucking short shorts, like these jean shorts that are right up her ass mm -hmm. to go grab this naked man in snow. a snowstorm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now she's driving him in town to stop this sexy fire inferno lady from burning down a hospital yeah and he's running and trying to get everyone out of out of the building and then he fights her yeah it's mostly him trying to get people out fighting her and uh her saying, finally something interesting to kill. So, big boy, you up for a play date? She's wearing virtually nothing. So, like, when she transforms, she's got, like, these little triangles that are covering her nipples. And there's, like, a G-string on her. She's, like, just barely covering her stuff. Big House Blues is about a guy that works in, like, a maxi security prison for super-powered people and then the last issue he was making, coming home to be a family man and making love to his wife yeah and making love to his <laughs> wife yeah see see how we remember this stuff like if it was the image book we're like what happened last issue <laughs> i do remember the vr story in the image book though <laughs> i like that one this one here when when she was saying, uh, "Can you fix me a plate when I and just nuke it when I get back?" The but before I read her response, I was like, "You fucking want over easy eggs and you're gonna <laughs> fucking microwave them? Like that's that's fucking ridiculous." And she but she answered, "I was like, you know, microwave eggs are rubbery, Lee. <laughs> they're they're you know, I'll make you fresh eggs when you come home from exercising or whatever." 
And uh, when I first saw the cops like approaching him, I was like, oh, well, is this going to be like a scene where they're going to arrest him because he's black, you know, and just pull him over? Yeah, it looked like I think that was they the were intent. Yeah, the, yeah, you're supposed to think that that's what was happening because they're like, hey, you. But it turns yeah. out they were warning him trying to protect there was a, him. Yeah, yeah. a giant red uh, minotaur dude coming after him. Trying to kill him. Yeah, I like this story. So then, oh yeah, he just fights him. And at the end of this, it says to be continued, but it looks like he's getting his ass thrumped by the demon monster. Yeah. Then we got Sumo Boy. Sumo Kid. No, Sumo Boy. Which yeah, this, this was the one where it had the rich kid with the robot that attacked the building the last time. Yeah, remember? well, they were in like they were going to see the principal, right? Yeah. And he sort of meets this kid that's sort of like his friend in this one. Yeah, he walks home, walks home with this kid. Oh, this the one where yeah, so he walks home with this kid and. They don't. While they're crossing the street, a car runs through a red light, and he pushes his friend out of the way, and the car hits him. And of course, since he's sumo boy, the car gets smashed. Yeah. And the didn't kids look, him yeah, at all. The kids look Set at him off like airbags uh, and everything. But this guy's on his cell phone, not looking at the red light. You know what I mean? He's running the red light. Yep, he is. Fucking assholes on his cell phone. And then the next one is is interesting. It's uh, Tear the Invisigoths. And the Invisigoths. Invisigoths. Yeah, this is a... It's a Scooby-Doo it, mystery. It's a Viking <laughs> with Scooby-Doo, yeah. It's a Scooby-Doo gang with a, a, a Viking. <laughs> but but it's an interesting group because like I don't even know who this goth lady is that carries around this guy with a chain around his neck what is that about was she carrying him around yeah she's always holding the chain oh, i didn't notice that oh yeah that's funny i like how it opened with like the theme song because it's what it's made to be like a sitcom so it opens yeah. with the theme song Solve mysteries and beat up enemies until his rage is sated. <laughs> he isn't Ares. He isn't Thoth. He's what the double funky Phantomator. What? <laughs> oh, it's he's Tar the Invisigoths. Yeah, Tar and the Invisigoths. In what the double funky Phantomer? Yeah. So it's really like a Scooby-Doo, but the characters are sort of like weird. It has goth girl carrying the the guy with a chain around his neck, and it has a barbarian, and then a guy with a a medallion around his chest. And has got and Daphne. And Daphne with <laughs> pink hair. I liked it though; it was kind of humorous. But I, but I, I'm a sucker for Scooby Doo yeah, mysteries. The, so. so they went to a. Where'd they go in this one? Oh, they went to a house that was supposedly haunted that the woman wanted to sell, right? Yeah. And they solved the mystery. 
It was it was a sheriff. He was trying to get his mom to sell the house or something like that. I think that. He, he wanted her not to sell the house. Not to sell the house because he would no have nowhere to live. Because <laughs> he lived with mom. Yeah, because he lived with her. Yeah, that was a great that was a great issue. I like that one a lot. Yeah, that was it was fun. Yeah, that tier that tire or tier one was it was pretty funny. Yeah. If you're a Scooby Doo fun, it poked at that, but it it was pretty inter- interesting. The next uh book, which is sixteen ha- I like the cover on this one. I like it a lot. Um I don't know how to describe it. It's a female with powers but uh her costume's interesting yeah she's flying up in the air she has the cyber arm does it look like yeah, she, she has, has a cybernetics? Yeah, she has a cyber arm some boots on and her top looks like it's duct tape <laughs> <laughs> and her little like skirt looks like it's a half skirt yeah, a half like... skirt yeah it's covering one leg and then the other leg is open and she's got some boots. But uh, I wonder if that's supposed to be Jet Girl. I don't think so because Jet Girl looks so different. But yeah, this sure one has a, a Jet Girl uh, one shot. Um, Big House Part 7, Fallen Justice, which we talked about, Part 2, and Nothing Man Part 6. And No Sumo Boy this uh, no time. No Sumo Boy. So the jet, so jet woman, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's a basically a woman with a rocket pack. Yeah, like Rocketeer. Yeah, and it, exp- it kind of explains how she got the rocket. But it, this is her her on a a mission, and I think it's like her first mission, right? She's just starting out, and she goes to this warehouse where was his name Chessmaster? Was his... yeah, he, he's a weirdo that shrinks his victims. He freezes and... them and shrink shrinks them and freezes them. To use this chess pieces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think they're dead when they're dead. Like, I don't think they come out of it. No, I think, yeah, I think they're dead there. And I, I don't think they unshrink. She saves one woman, right? Yeah. But, he was but the other shrink. people yeah. she just doesn't save. They're, no, I think they're, they're dead. frozen. Yeah, they're frozen. But she ends up taking out the chess man. Almost accidentally. Mm-hmm. And then... I guess that was like a one-shot introducing her. Yeah, you find out her origin, which was her father was some kind of a rocket scientist guy. So he must have created the... The jetpack... Now she's Jet Girl. Mm-hmm. And then Big House Blues continues the fight with the uh, giant red demon-looking dude. I really like that punch page. Like, oh yeah, um, the way he drew that, like the swing, and then the guy, the way his jaws flying and f- him falling back. Yeah. Yeah, he got a he did a good perspective on the And you can even see dude. like the well it's it's a scene it's it's like a some 
a position you don't see very often, like where the guy's flying out of the page towards you. Mm-hmm. And like he has these horns and one of the horns breaks off as he got punched. I thought that was kind of neat. Bada doom. Yeah, see, that's what I wanted in the other book. <laughs> You're missing. I just wanted that's a few special missing. effects or like slash or swoosh, you know, like when the sword was going through. Yeah, because... Because it looked like totally silent and I think you need the effect of... Right, I understand that between the robot and her, it's gonna be silent because they don't talk. The robot doesn't talk, and apparently she doesn't talk either. But you figure when he's hit, when the robot's hitting stuff, that's gonna make a sound. Because mm-hmm. when they get to, because it's not completely silent. Because when they get to the village, you can hear the villagers talk. We can't understand them, but they are talking. So yeah. So why isn't there sound effects? But I, I really am. That scene with the bowl of porridge really bugged the shit out of me. I almost want to write Simon Spurrier so like, and just say, why didn't please, please let... explain why this robot didn't let her eat the bowl Some of porridge. Soup. Yeah. Like, am I, what am I missing? You'll find so out. He, take, he takes out this guy. You'll find out in future issues. Well, for some reason, the robot's protecting her and is overly protective. Yeah. So I think that's just... It it. could be her mom, because that helmet, it sort of looks like her as an older girl. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. And I I, I don't know. Fused with this robot, and she's protecting her, but she's overprotective, like, so she doesn't trust the villagers or whatever. Right. Or maybe she just doesn't want to lose the daughter. She's afraid that the daughter will stay or something. I don't know. There's no words, so I can't tell. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Back to our story. As he punched out the demon, he took him... Because he told the officers, you know, I work in this maximum security prison. I'll, I'll just take him there. He thinks that this demon king is behind it. Yeah, because he's and, like... Uh, says to be continued. He's like, I, I didn't know who caused the problem at the at the the prison, but now I have an idea because it's a demon that came after me. So he thinks it's the demon king. Yep. And Fallen Justice, we continue with the uh, talk show. Where the talk show lady really interrogates him. Right. Well, it turned around from being like pro superhero to bad, right? Right. Because he has a foundation that feeds the poor and starving countries, third world countries. And she's like, doesn't that just make them dependent on you? Yeah. And she starts railing into him. And this whole team, and then he gets back to his team, and they all start turning on him. They don't want him to be leader anymore. Yeah, why why did they say that? I can't remember. Because of all the damage and stuff he's causing, and they think he's being careless. Oh, and they should have beaten that guy easily. Yeah. But it took him forever, and... They destroyed some buildings, even though no one got but, hurt. 
but nobody got hurt. Don't worry about it. People might have lost their jobs because their work isn't there anymore. <laughs> yeah, the their building isn't there whole anymore. Whole building's gone. Luckily, everyone was out at lunch. So <laughs> Don't worry <prepared>. about it. <laughs> there wasn't one maintenance person in there. It was those those towers had nobody in them. And I think one of the girls on this team is his lover, and she turns on him. And uh, he says, fuck this. I'll just go do my own thing. And he runs across this other guy who's... What is his name? I forget what his name was. He's like a Green Lantern who could make things out of his his wrist. But he's an asshole villain. Mm-hmm. What is his name? The Guardian, da, 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 or like my family. I don't know when they said his name. But he fights them pretty good. They fight each other until our main character knocks him in the face with a pipe. And uh looks like he's going to beat him to death. And then this guy's like, he changes his attitude entirely. Well, they also, in the middle of the fight, knocked a subway car over because they're fighting on the subway. Oh, on its side, yeah. So probably killed, but nobody, killed more but people. No, no, probably nobody, nobody got, got hurt on that. And nobody, don't worry <laughs> about it. And then he gets back to his pad. And he's watching the news and he hears stuff about casualty estimates are now coming in about that fight. Because there, there were people that died here. It says ripping up the better part oh, the of subway, half the block yeah. as they took the fight into the subway, completely destroying the number six train, which is full of rush hour commuters. Casualty estimates are only now coming in, but the figure could be as high as 300 dead and another 200 wounded. And uh, he knows that that was him, and he laughed as soon as his girlfriend came downstairs. That should be a good good issue to, to, to see what happens. And this girl had charbroiled kids and killed a bunch of people. And Nothing Man sort of... Uh, I don't know how he fought her to a standstill, but whatever he did, he put something on her neck, didn't he? Or did she... No, she already had it on her neck. Yeah, I don't remember. What did he do to take her out? He broke the neck piece... And after he broke the neck piece. Oh, did he? Yeah. But she looked at him. Did you see how she looked at him? She says, Yeah, yeah she, she recognized You can't him. be him. Yeah. You're him. And he's like, What are you talking about? We don't have time for this. Come on, kids. We got to get out of here now. And somehow she got depowered. 
And she couldn't get her powers yeah. back. It must be because he broke the the neck thing. That must have been where her powers are coming from. Yeah, she turns back into human. In her tiny bikini. And then when the media comes, he says, sir, sir, can we get a few words? And he was like, it was nothing, man. I saw people in trouble and did what I could. And he says, you heard it here first, folks. This is nothing, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then I like how the villain is just there. But she's depowered now. And then she gets in this firefighter garb. It's like, I got to get out of here. That's like the sexiest firefighter garb I've ever seen. <laughs> hey, chick, wait. I can't dress myself and run at the same time. <laughs> what is going Good. on? Because she's, she's after the girl that was in the cabin with him. Right. I can tell you who I think I know he is, who he is. So, like, the next issue is going to be awesome, I think. But I don't know if we're going to take a break for a while, because I don't know if that Niobe in issue 17 is going to be, like, the whole issue, or if we'll get oh, little there... pieces. And it looks like Sumu Boy is back in 18. Did you notice the legacy numbering on the top? Yeah. From the original Exciting Comics? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Yeah, I don't know when they started doing that. I just noticed it this time. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm up for doing another 17 and 18 if you are. Sure. I Do enjoyed, some more exciting I, comics. I don't know. I enjoyed, enjoyed them quite a bit. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. Some are better written than others, but they're all enjoyable. And I think the only last one we have is Iron Maiden, not the rock band. No, Iron Maiden. This one was That's interesting I... because uh, I I didn't read the Black Knight before, so I was a little confused. On... Yeah, I don't know if I have. The... I don't know if I ordered the Black Knight. But I was confused, like why they look so similar. Do you know what I mean, or were they related? And they're not. So, like, if I had read The Black Knight, I would have known that she's, you know, a, what is she, a prosecutor? Like, a lawyer? Something like that. And she was protecting her her client from getting killed by the Iron Maiden. Yeah, I didn't get Black Knight. Yeah, so this opens with the history of the Iron Maiden and how it existed through time. And I just say, I, I like the art in this. So did I. By Renato Rai. Ray. Re. One of those. It's so, it's so weird because they're, you know, the Xenoscopes guys are the same people, right? Joe Brucia, mm -hmm. Ralph Tedesco, David Franchilli, David Wall. They're these guys, and they it seemed like they come up with a concept and then let somebody write it. Right? Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. Yeah. The, the head guys, but I think they have, I think they do kind of like Marvel where they'll have like a summit or whatever. 
mm-hmm. and they they plan out like the the storylines. Yeah, this is this character. And... Yeah, and then they go off and assign the different stories to different people. So this one was written by Chaz Pangburn. Which, I don't I don't think, is he newer? Because I don't remember his name. I don't remember his name either. Yeah, yeah. He, he might be a newer one. Because the other ones, well, Brucia and Tedesco run, run the place. Yeah. I would love to see sales numbers just to see where these things are. Like, how do they justify this one-shot business? Like, almost all their books are one-shots now. Yeah, they are. They went to that bottle. They're either that or three-issue minis, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think the only ongoing is the main title now. Yeah. Must be working. And they also do a lot of limited covers and things special editions and things yeah and your swimsuit editions yeah yeah it looks like it started in like greece a while back with a girl that was gonna get her mother and the little girl were gonna get slaughtered and then a protector came in and stop these Greek soldiers from doing their thing. Or, or one of the women was captured, it looks like. She was captured by the Greece, Greek soldiers and then had to sleep with one of these politicians who had a wife and she was like put into slavery and somehow the memories of that and the Iron Maiden she was locked in mm-hmm. are put into this little girl and this little girl who has a family and stuff has these dreams and gets these powers and she knows there's this, a pedophile that's being protected by this woman or he's in court and she wants to kill this pedophile. Yeah, she breaks in to, to kill him. And the Black Knight is the pros- is the defend- defender the public defender. Is she the prosecutor? Is she the public defender or the prosecutor? I don't remember. She's the public defender, I think. Yeah. Oh, she's the defender because he had lied to her. Remember? She was like, she was yelling at him because she's like, you lied to me. You said all this stuff. And oh, yeah. You're, you're, guilt, you're guilty, but I still have to protect you. Yeah, I'm your you defense and, attorney, she says. Yeah. Yeah, you lied to me. You're clearly guilty. Oh, because they they found the dude's computer or his hard drive, which he thought he erased, but they were able to retrieve the information on it, which means he's guiltier than guilty. <laughs> There's no way he's going to be able or she's going to be able to get him off. And she's pissed off because she's like, you said you didn't do it, but clearly, clearly you did it. Right. He's like, what can I say? I thought I destroyed destroyed the hard drive. Too late now, though. Couldn't I just plead insanity? (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. She's like, "Uh, no, you're going to jail. The artwork's really nice in this one. Yeah, it is. Renato Ray. The colors are really good, too. 
the whole package is pretty nice. Yeah, and then the so the Black Knight arrives, or the uh, defense attorney arrives as the Black Knight to stop Iron Maiden from killing. Actually, convinces her. So she she goes away, and uh, that's kind of like her origin story, I guess. Because it says the fight is just beginning. So we might see some more Iron Maiden and Black Knight for that matter. I kind of want to read more Black Knight to see if there's courtroom drama and, you know, that kind of stuff in that. Yeah, in this book. Her issue, or her book. Yeah. Yeah, this is good. They're hard to track down, though, because they're all one-shots, and there's no sequential <laughs> numbering, so I don't, like, know when they're placed or where they are. Yeah, how, how it fits I, in. I have, I have them all. I just don't know. don't know when to read them. Yeah. Yeah, this is good. Every time I read a Xenoscope, I'm like... I don't really like Xenoscope. <laughs> yeah. And then um, and then every month I don't order all the Xenoscopes. And I say, why didn't I order all the Xenoscopes? <laughs> Grim Spotlight Iron Maiden. Black Knight. Looks like Black Knight had a five-issue miniseries in 2018. I might have those still in the basement. I might be able to dig those out. That's close to when I switched to the storage unit. I got to see if I have those. Let's see. Let's see. I don't think I do. Because it was four issues. You probably just did one, if anything. Let's see if I picked any up. I used to have Curse of the Ebony Blade, number one. Is that a one-shot? No, it wasn't... Oh, wait, that's the wrong Black Knight. That's Marvel. <laughs> no, I don't have the Xenoscope. Yeah. So all we have for next time so far is uh, Exciting Comics 17 and 18, Gambit, number one, and Aquaman, Andromeda. So we're going to have a whole bunch of Spawn again if you want to do that. <laughs> Yeah, we might as well. Okay. And then there's some I need to read to see if I want to order trades. Let me see if there's anything that jumps out at me this that I want to cover. Shipments. Yeah, I have it open. Let me check mine. The orders. Do you have Briar yet? That's a boom. That's Christopher Cantwell. I must. Well, you could tell if it hasn't shipped yet, right? How do you how do you spell it? With the e? uh, B R I A R Briar. Briar. Uh, yes, I have it. You want to cover that? It's Cantwell. Yeah. Did you buy Born of Blood? 
no. Okay. What is that? How about Brigade Remastered? I have that. Oh, cool, because that one has the the extra story in the back, the flip book. Oh. Hair, what is it called? Uh, yeah, let, let's cover that. So, so, so far we have exciting comics, 1718 Gambit, Aquaman, Andromeda, Spawn books, Briar number one, and Brigade number one. Cool. And I think you might want to do Damage Control number one. Why do I want to do that? Because that's what's his name, Goldberg. Did you buy that? I did. I have. That's why you'd want to do it. I didn't realize it was Goldberg. Yeah, it's Adam Goldberg. Yeah, we can do that. All right, so I think we got a full plate. Response. I almost want to go read those exciting comics though now because I like want to know what's continued. <laughs> I want to know that nowhere man. I want to know who he is. Like, what did that girl see? That <laughs> was, was nowhere man the one like in an earlier issue where they were talking about like some hero of the city who went missing. Yeah, and then he showed up naked in the girl's doorstep. I think. Yeah, because there's like something about him and like his brother or something maybe or someone else. Yeah, or maybe he wasn't a good person either. Yeah. Now he's a maybe, hero. I don't know. Maybe he was the bad guy. <clears throat> Could be. And his brother was the good guy. Maybe that's so. why she knew him because she was like, oh, we used to fuck. Yeah, probably. You, you remember these titties? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> don't you remember these? Yeah, don't you remember these? Where... That was a sexy... Her running in that fire fireman outfit. Yeah, because she, she was just wearing a tiny little <laughs> bikini that barely covered her nips. <laughs> and then she had like the overall or the pants on with the overall or the uh, what are they called? Strap, the overall the, straps. Yeah, the straps, the suspender yeah, things. Yeah, suspender or... straps. <laughs> and she didn't have time to put the jacket on because she was running so fast. Oh my god, there's one more book I want to throw in here. I know this is a lot. This is I'm gonna to have to start reading today. Well 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 what we could do is we could bypass the spawn. Do you wanna do that? And then we'd have to do a spawn marathon on the next preview show. <laughs> do you wanna bypass the spawn this time? Yeah, how about we'll leave them off for now and I'll let you know if I end up reading them. Okay, if you do add them then then We'll do that, but let I want to add the Sergeant Rock versus the Army of the Dead. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Is that my next order, probably? No, that you should have it. If you had, if you had Briar, you should have it. Oh no, did I not order it? <laughs> you Wait, didn't order it. What's it called? I thought I did. Sergeant Rock of the Sergeant Rock versus the Army of the Dead. Could be DC Horror oh, there presents. It is. Do you have it in hand? Yes, I have it in hand. All right. Whew. Almost had a heart that's attack. A, that, that, that's Bruce Campbell. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see the actor taking write. his yeah. way to the... Yeah. All right. So we got we got our hands full. And then you could throw in one or two since we got rid of the spawn. If you ha you run into something that you think we should cover yeah. that you read. If I read something good. Yeah. Will do. 
The only other thing that we have left to cover is, is movies and TV. What do I have for movies and TV? I am what I started watching the season three of Evil finally. Oh, that was good. So I'm I'm back on the Evil. Did you get to the scene where uh the sister is being threatened by the demon as they're protecting the couple? I forget what her name is, sister something or another. Oh, where yeah. Yeah, because they're when when Kristen's doing oh, I, a, I fucking a love ca- that couple counseling. Yeah, and she's the only one that could see the demon who's like trying to get those kids to fuck. Like they, yeah, she's trying to tell her, like, it. I'll, I'll let you the, know if it's working or not by yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because those those that married couple is having trouble with like sex, and it's like the demon is uh, right there. He's like licking her and everything. It's like crazy. <laughs> Did you get to the part where um, the main character's psychologist is getting involved into the possession of? Did you, Did you get there yet? No. No, but they've mm. they've hinted in season two. They hinted at that at that he was working with. What's his face? Leland. From Lost. Yeah. Leland. Yeah. Because he called he called them or something after their meeting. Yeah. Said, she's on to us or something. Or she's oh, so good. So good, man. I love that. And the show. stuff about good. well, it was last, the end of last season, like the stuff with the mom and oh, it's so good. And then the one guy that's the skeptic. How did you get to the part where the cult that he was trying to investigate? I don't think so. Okay, that was awesome. That that's awesome. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that one yet. I saw the one because with the, the, the cannibal the, dude. Well, you have to get to the part where the skeptic's losing his faith, like he's losing his skepticism. Skepti- because... Well, yeah, because well, that's why he teams up with the sister because he's like, I need your help because yeah, I can't I, figure out. I'm losing I can't my dis- fucking I can't mind. Yeah. This stuff. And so I need a fresh eyes to come in and help me see what I'm missing. Yeah. And then she introduces him to the uh skept whatever this the scientist society or whatever. Right. The, and that that leads fur- that leads further into the other investigation where he has to infiltrate the cult. Yeah. That's pretty cool. You're gonna, yeah, there's some good shit coming on with evil for sure. Yeah. I like that it keeps it hasn't lost its pace like it, it's continued the high level that it, it has had from the start. And just keeps building. That's good. That's good. <laughs> and they can swear now. <laughs> yeah. Well, they could for two seasons, so. The, the, they get they get pretty sexual too. There's some stuff that just they wouldn't show on primetime, I don't think. Yeah. And it hits the violence creepiness, I think in some some areas I think one of my favorite episodes is still is the one where he went down into the basement and he got trapped down there with the demon oh with the demon yeah that was so good he couldn't he couldn't get out oh, that was good. <laughs> and it's, cre- it's creepy how the main guy luke cage or the priest has the one girl that looks like Kristen that is always there do you know what i mean 
and having sex with him, and she's a fucking demon. Yeah, the, because he keeps having dreams. Yeah. Where Kristen shows up in his room, but he's awake. But it's not, it's not Kristen, though. Yeah, it's, not, it's though. not her. Yeah, it's a demon. And then there's the creepiness with Kristen's husband, like mm-hmm. what Leland have. And her, that mom, her mom scares me. Like, she really frightens me. Because she's the grandmother of those children. I know, she gave him that alphabet book. <laughs> yeah, she's evil as fuck. Oh, because so, this is making her feel alive and young. Jeez, it's it's awful. <laughs> they suck that juice out that they collect out of people. I don't. That's so weird. Yeah, I still don't know what they're doing with all the blood and bottle like bodily bodily fluids. fluids. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. Infusing her with something. But did you get to that weird record that the psychologist plays? No. Oh man, that's it's freaky that one, yeah. shit. Yeah. I got to the yeah, one so f- where there was that meme that was making kids like do all these weird things. Like, you had to tell a priest. What did they have to yell at the priest? I can't remember. I'm trying to remember this one. They had to, they had to drink their parents' alcohol, and they had to. Gosh, what was it? I can't remember. They had to yell. Something oh at yeah, the where priest. they started to drink the the. The, the canned yeah, the, beer. The, yeah, the yeah, wine margarita or, or something. Margarita <laughs> yeah. juice. What did they have to yell at the priest? I can't remember. I forget. Yeah, there's just a lot of crazy shit. And the little girls, how they manipulate Leland. Like, in that game... Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Do you see how, how they fuck <laughs> how they fuck with them? Well, because he he was trying to like use control them, yeah, control them in them. a game and kind of manipulate them. And it backfired incredibly. Yeah, they just keep sending him messages after because they talk nonstop. <laughs> well, they found out who he was. Like they know it's him. Yeah. Just torment him. Yeah, that kind of it, it's crazy shit. And then it goes into, ah, oh, there's so much that I can't say because I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't have a delineator between seasons or the. Yeah, where I, um, where stuff. Yeah, where you're at. Yeah. yeah. So that, yeah, that's that's a great show. The other one you should be watching is Reservation jo- Dogs. Yeah, I, w- so I would good. definitely be watching it if I had that channel. Ah, man, it's Willie Jack is my favorite. I just love her. I've heard nothing but good things about it. It's got bear and cheese and my favorites are Willie Jack and cheese. I love I love cheese because like his life isn't all that good, but he's like got like this interior optimism and like everything that he does is it's well thought out and he doesn't look at the dark side of things no matter how dark they are. Yeah. And I, I just love him for that. I did. Watch- and I. And I I, go ahead. I love Willie Jack because she just says what how it is, you know, like she tells she it just like it lets is. You have, yeah. I was gonna say I watched a uh, a YouTube video where it was uh, Native Americans co- reacting to the, to the Reservation Dogs show. Oh yeah. Because I was I just happened to it was recommended and I just happened to notice it, so I'm like. It was short, so I'm like, I wonder 
Yeah, I just want yeah. to see what they, they say. What their reactions they were, are. They were watching and they were cracking up at like all the inside jokes and stuff, and they they're they're saying yeah. it's very realistic. <laughs> well, it's cool too because there's this spirit, right? And uh, he rides a horse, and only only um, Bear can see him. Bear and this old man can see him, and uh, he walks around and tells them like stuff. But he he's like. He's like a guy that fought in Custer's Last Stand, but he never fought. Like, his horse fell in a hole, and he fell over, and now he's a spirit. And he just walks around and tells him. And there's there's one scene where he's with Bear, and Bear's talking to him. And he's in a fucking porta potty in, like, one of those out, outhouses. Yeah. And and the, the spirit guy's in the next outhouse. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah. And he's taking like a wicked shit in there too, as he's like telling him these like words of wisdom, right? He's like, <laughs> "Oh!" <laughs> and he plop, you know, and all this stuff. It, it's it's fucking nuts, man. It's like, and it's it has a real darkness to it too. Like, there's some sad suicidal themes, and you know, like. So dealing with it, like alcoholism it's not, and stuff. Well, yeah, yeah. It's there. There's some. It's it's not all fun and games. That's for sure. Yeah. But um, oh, it yeah, focuses have, on. I'm glad that they. Do you remember that that that, too. that um, TikTok sensation guy that was singing Fleetwood Mac, on the back of a truck as it was like pulling him on a skateboard? Did you ever see that? Like it was a, a viral. So. Yeah. They, he's an actor in the show now. He plays like one of the uncles to cheese. And he acts the same way. Like that. He was, he's like a crazy motherfucker, man. Oh God. This show is just so good. There's like so much to it. I look forward to seeing it one day. Maybe you can watch it on your library's uh, DVDs. They're they're already on season two, so maybe you can find. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up right now. See if they've released them on DVD. Hopefully, they they've released season one. I would hope. You'd think they would have by now. But I watched a a pretty good horror film called Fear Farm. And uh, this one was pretty interesting because it was like a family of it was like Chainsaw Massacre, like a family of killers. But they had like a 15 minute, a 15 year hiatus and they ran they ran one of these mazes, you know, like a haunted maze in a farm mm-hmm. like, of cornfield. Yeah. And yes. they put these stamps on these people and they could find out if they were like chemically had something in their skin that they were after. And uh, they found out these four individuals, these four kids that, and they said, you're the winners of this contest and you can win up to, you know, $10,000 if you complete the maze within so many times. Mm -hmm. And they just hunt these kids down, like, to slaughter them. It's fucking crazy. But some of the designs of the characters, like, there's this creepy clown and a midget that drive this ice cream truck and it's fucking insane. And they're like all a family and then there's this girl that's all sexy in this skirt that is a killer and they have one of they have these two twins that dress up as scarecrows and then there's this one guy that has a burlap sack over his face and like bob wires like fucking holding it down it's fucking insane like 
and these these guys get in the maze and they just go slaughter these four individuals. It, it's it's pretty good, and you you find out that there's a catch to it. There's a reason they call it Fear Farm. It's not farm like F A R M. It's P H A R M like pharmaceutical. Like you you learn why those stamp what they're collecting. Oh, like, why they're yeah. yeah right after all. And then uh, we saw Hatchet too, even though I think I've seen it before. It it looked familiar. And uh, I'm gonna watch Hatchet three. One thing I know about these streaming platforms though is you better move on some stuff because they don't always stay there. Um, you can't just like queue them up and say I want to watch it and get to it. <laughs> yeah, because I might think be they gone license it for a certain 15 amount of days. Time. Yeah, and then they move platforms and yeah. I have to go to that that what it just watch or whatever thing and find yeah, out and it, it moves all over the place like it mo- might move from free streaming to showtime to like something you don't have and uh you don't want to pay for it so you know i was watching summertime um what is that called summer camp sleepaway camp oh, have you ever seen that i don't think so i know what you're talking about though let, let me just say this is the crying game before the crying game but it's fucking insane. Like it, it is. the The original is so good at like making you think certain things and then flipping it on its ass. Do you know what I mean? Like it. No, there's. It is really good. There's four sleepaway camps. Yeah, and I, I, this is where I ran into the streaming nightmare. So I, the at one time on Tubi they were all on there, and then I saw Sleepaway Camp two. And then I went to three and I started it and then it was gone from every platform. So I <laughs> one is I one is apparently it. available on every single platform. <laughs> yeah, that's the one that you. But but that one's. Let, let me let me just tell you this. There's there. I, I don't want to give away the premise. You need to watch one. But the rest of them, there's no. They're not thought provoking at all. They're just straight out. Like you already know who the killer is. You already know what's going to happen. Yeah. They're just kills. They're they're very dumb, but entertaining movies. Man, that happen yeah, the other ones aren't available camps. anywhere. Well, two was available. Three, I think, is available on Showtime okay. or something that I don't have. And four wasn't available anywhere. But uh, right, I, I'll watch the first Bill, one watch the first one that's all that matters like in terms of yes it yes it's fucking cheesy like you're gonna say but it's very much like the meatballs you know like if you watch meatballs or you know like one of those yeah summer camp movies mid 80s horror movie yeah i mean go into it with that mindset but it's kind of innovative you know for its time uh especially the uh the some of the ways it ends um the rest of them yeah, are, I remember don't, that's one of those movies that to... i've always known about i just never got around to watching yeah that's worth it um fear farm i i think i saw on amazon prime that was worth it i saw hell house on amazon prime hell house llc and I usually don't like shit like this because it was in the vein of Blair Witch. 
where they're they're filming oh, a God. documentary but it was so good and i actually was there was one scene in there i got really scared <laughs> i was really scared Ooh. but um it, it's about these four college age maybe a little older adults that go around from city to city and each halloween and they set up these halloween haunted things that you go through and well in this one it's like a documentary of why they're all dead like you know and they find these tapes and you see the tapes and i i liked it a lot i thought it was great there's three movies out of that but it's like that's on Amazon. Uh, it, it's on a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Edge of the Axe is also on Amazon. And uh, this one had a pretty good twist. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't see it coming. I, I, they kind of give you a hint, but I still didn't see it. But it's very 70s. It, it looks very early 80s or 70s. But it, it's about an axe serial killer, and uh, it's pretty cool. I liked it. He's out there. That that was pretty good. That's about a woman that takes two of her daughters out to their cabin. They have a summer camp, and there's a killer there, and the husband's supposed to meet him there on the same day, and all hell breaks loose. Um, so, yeah, I watched a lot. And then I saw... Uh, Werewolf by Night, which is really good. Had a lot of Marvel characters. It was filmed in black and white. It was filmed yeah, I've heard very good things about that. Good. I've seen She Hulk, and I think it's it's very good if you like the burn and the Dan Slot She Hulk, in terms of humor and. Uh, yeah, I'd like to. I'd, that's one of the reasons I w- would like to get that channel. Just to yeah, one of the things it, to watch. Very entertaining. I'm gonna um, get that over like I'm taking a couple of weeks of Christmas, so I, I might just. Get that for December and burn. Well, they recent they they recently had like this buy a year at a ridiculous price, and you got Hulu and ESPN Plus, and oh. it was like really low. It was like, I I wish I could stop my subscription and yeah. register. Get it? It would have saved like six bucks a month. It was like nine ninety nine for yeah, all three. Yeah, I remember that. And that. That's incredible for having Disney Plus and Hulu. I mean, you ha- you'd have Reservation Dogs and uh, all the other stuff that is is good on there. Then I watched the Danny Trejo one, but I, I think it was Out of the Woods or something like that. That was pretty decent. I'm an easy kill for a horror movie. I just didn't like that Nicholas. I didn't like Mandy. Mandy. <laughs> yeah, I give that one a two out of five because I did get through half of it. And I forgot I'm, I am watching a show uh, as my new uh, workout show, my treadmill show because I finished uh, Lock and Key. I'm watching. Do you like it? Oh yeah, fantastic. You got through. Did you get through Lock and Key season two or just one? Just season one. I think that's all. Oh, okay. I think that's all they had. Or do no, they have, they have to. They have okay. season I two. I think. I, yeah, I took a break. I like taking a break between. Seasons. No, they even have a. They have a Lock and Key season three too. I haven't seen season three. I've seen two. Okay. Yeah, I loved it. 
I'm wa- now I'm watching uh, Inventing Anna. Which is that the, sounds familiar. It's the one. It's based on the true story about the girl who snuck her way into high society, basically. And I've heard about that Delphi one. or whatever. Yeah, it was like a big news thing for a, a brief period of time. What was that one called? Inventing it, Anna. Anna. Inventing Anna. Anna. It's about. It's basically told from the perspective of the the uh, reporter who first broke the story and wrote a story about her after she got arrested. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's interesting. I'm just curious to, curious to watch it just because I know nothing about that life <laughs> and to see how, right. she, how she snuck in. I've heard good things about that one. I heard her voice is annoying. But um, I think it's, I think it's purposely anno- so. intentionally yeah. right. I think I'm sure it's based on whatever she actually sounded like. I'm getting delinquent and writing down everything that I've I've watched. <laughs> I got to get better at it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm terrible at that. Because I know I watch some movies too, but I can't remember. What what they are right now? I watched a lot of horror movies, and I'm still making. My, I'm watching. Um, in, interesting enough, I just started it, but um, as my new exercise, uh, sorority girls at the slime bolorama, and I think we covered the comic book on this show. <laughs> we did. Oh, so you're watching the, yeah. the '80s movie one? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that before. But I haven't, so I I just started that one. I can see it. Yeah, it's on Freevee for anybody yeah, that's interested. <laughs> Which I think Freevee is linked up to Amazon somehow. So if you just go to Amazon, you, oh, you can probably watch find it, it as well. Yeah. Are they all the same stuff? I think it going through Amazon is better because Freevee isn't as because it's free. It doesn't remember where you were at. It has commercials yeah. and stuff like that, so yeah, better which I think it. it'll still have commercials on Amazon, but I think it remembers that you're watching it at least and uh, where you're at. Mm-hmm. And I know I've watched some other stuff, but I can't, I can't remember the. I posted on Twitter everything I watch, and. Uh, I started watching this movie called um, The Rental because I had finished another one while I was exercising and just said, well, I'll start this. And and then the next day it was gone. And then it was like, pay for it. And I'm like, I'm not going to pay for that. Uh, <laughs> so so uh, I've been burned like twice to three times already with the streaming. Like it's just going away. And it's not like at the end of a month or it, they might go midstream in the middle of a month. You know, it just, I line it up incorrectly and it moves from platform to platform. And I understand why it moves because the people that own the movies are moving it to wherever they're making the most money probably, or, you, you know, you got it for a year or a month or, you know, you're, you're renting it from me. 
on your platform, so show right. it, and then it's gone. Yeah, and they go to the nothing next stays person. there. Yeah. Yeah, and I think some of the deals are exclusive deals, and some of them are clearly anyone who wants it can get the rights to it. Well, like I, I, I real, I really want to watch that movie X. Like you talked about it, mm-hmm. and that one's moved to Showtime, which I don't have. Oh, so, is it Showtime like, now? <laughs> yeah, I was like. God damn, why couldn't it have gone to HBO or some of the other... I have stars, like some of the other platforms I have, but it, it went to the one that I don't have. The one you don't so. have. <laughs> Harsh. And there's like three movies of called X. I, I, I added the other two to my <laughs> to my playlist because they're, they all involve like x-rated film horror movies or <laughs> suspense so i'm like oh what the hell let's celebrate this Didn't know there were so many yeah <laughs> That's all right well um anything else i do not think so okay as soon as this ends i'm gonna get the other geek brunch out there and then this one will follow during the week i had just fallen behind and I have to get the um, Rob and other episode out. And Mike M's, which I've been delinquent. I had gone a month without doing it. Wow. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I started listening to the retro. It's good so far. They're just talking about. Uh, yeah, the I'll, I'll point out comics. that he um, he recorded an episode with Kirk uh, on his own feed. I forget what that one's called. The it's a manga. Oh, the 20th Century Boys. Yeah, 20th Century Boys. There's there's one with him and just Kirk that I haven't finished listening to, but I'll have to download those. That those are I I swear I I recruited those guys because there's some interesting cats. I tell you that. <laughs> um, especially Kirk because he has like this memory of art more than like I I have this I have that, but he doesn't read it all. Like he'll even admit it. Like. I know this is about a bear with a chainsaw, but and I have it, but I, I haven't read it yet. <laughs> so it's like, Sounds familiar. Yeah, so it's it's interesting. Well, um, there are a lot of movies called X. <laughs> yeah, I put two of them in my queue because uh, I wanted to watch them. I like that app that you showed me. Just just watch because you can you can track and set up notifications and. Yeah. always know where it's at if it if it's there i haven't figured out how to tell me what well, was it leaving like i, I don't oh. think it tells you that i don't want to play the movies i just wanted to click on it <laughs> <laughs> one of the x's isn't available but i put on my watch list well two of them one is on showtime i want to watch that i wonder if i should just go to the library like you did and see about getting the dvds or yeah that's what i do for stuff that because i've heard that movie's like really good i i've heard it's like worth worth buying potentially um it's definitely worth watching yeah yeah i want to i've never rented a movie i don't know how that works if it gives you a couple days or ours is like three when you're done you're done
Which so, I like. Uh, our library switched where they automatically renew, renew stuff now. And you get like three renewals. So basically you can take get something out from the library and just keep it for... As long as you click the button or yeah. what? <laughs> You're not fined. And then... Yeah, the streaming stuff. Yeah, usually... I don't know. The other problem with those is sometimes when you... If you start watching it, you have to watch it within like 24 hours or whatever. Yeah. So you have to make sure you can watch the whole thing. See, that's bad least. for the exercise paradigm because I don't exercise right. for an hour and a half. Maybe I wouldn't be such a fat ass if I did. <laughs> but... <laughs> All right. Well, I think we can wrap this bad boy up. Okay. And uh, you can reach Bill at DBM00 or Bill at comicbooknoise.com. You should send him an email because I'm paying for it. So go ahead and <laughs> go ahead send him an email. Send him away. Make it happen. Yeah. yeah. Send us. Or me at Mike at comicbooknoise.com or at Mike Myers Brunch. And uh, you can find us at geekbrunchpodcast.com and geekbrunchpodcast.com podcast on facebook and click the like button and uh there you go all right two o'clock i think we did our we did our job (laughs) (laughs) man long one i think we had like a 20 minute break in there but that's true it's pretty long all right well we'll talk to you in two weeks, you got a good assignment of reading material. Yes, I have my list. I'm uh, I think I'm gonna jump on those exciting comics to see if they have the conclusion to some of these stories. <laughs> but uh, sure. we'll see you in two weeks and uh, have All a right. good one. You too. Uh, all, right, all right, bye. bye.